Welcome to Warhammer in the 41st millennium. We present Rogue Trader, a setting filled with boundless opportunity for profit and fame, as well as damnation and death. The golden age of technology has long since passed, and since the time when the machines turned upon their masters, Mankind has struggled through eons of carnage and strife. For the Empire is beset on all sides by mutants and heretics from within, by renegades and aliens from without, and by unspeakable nightmares from the world beyond. Learning and progress are now dangerous heresies to be stamped out by religious fanatics and the holy protectors of sacred technology. But in the oppressive darkness of the 41st millennium, those born into a life of privilege compete to carve their names into history. These are the rogue traders. Join us as one rogue trader and his trusted companions discover new worlds, exploit lost realms, and barter with cultures never before encountered. Join us as we explore the cosmos through the eyes of the rogue trader. So, uh, Jeff, what the heck happened last week? Uh, uh, Draco goes to his contacts asking for a ship, or actually asking how he can get to get a star chart from Winterscale. Uh, he's pointed in the direction of an individual named Bolaris, who is an information broker with contacts in Winterscale's realm. Uh, Draco trades information about the witches and the pearl in exchange for information about Caligus Winterscale and ways to blackmail him into giving us some star charts. Uh, a dude named Jad bumps into Malrubius, uh, explains that he had a dream where he and Malrubius were kicking some ass together, so he kind of wants to join up. Uh, Malrubius asks, what can you relate to me of this dream? <laughs> uh, Jad's not really sure what to make of that, but we learned that relate to me of this dream. We learned that he's the band of, uh, he's the leader of a band of mercenaries called the Iron Maggots. Uh, there's eight of them, including Jad. Uh, Draco eventually decides to hire them on as extra muscle in our mission. Uh, we take Simon Orlean's ship and fly to Pacus, which is the homeworld of Caligari's <coughs> tale. Uh, Siegfried and Draco get in to an actual meeting with Caligus. A uh, large discussion ensues, but long story short, Draco blackmails Caligus into giving us the star charts. Uh, we search them for a while, and we find a planet or a system that's a probable match for the one mentioned in the distress signal. Uh... We fly there, and there's no sign of the Sword of Drusus, um, but... Also, the number of stars in the system is one less than what you thought it would be. But it, but on the life-supporting planet, it turns out there is a primitive civilization, so we make planet fall. Uh, it turns out that they speak Old Gothic, or Low Gothic, so we ask them, hey, what happened hundreds of years ago that caused that star to disappear? They say... 
uh, if you want us to tell that you have to join the tribe and do this sacrifice, we say, no, we're not doing that. They say, then we're not telling you anything. <laughs> so we say, we'll trade you some random shit from our ship and exchange the information. They say, no, we don't want your random crap. <laughs> so we finally say, we will build you a palace out of stone <laughs> if you give us this information. They say, are you serious? <laughs> we say, yes. It's actually Cut. my finest hour. Cut to one month later of hard labor and laser cutting. They have a new stone palace. They tell I, 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 Jeremy's defense, I didn't hear anyone else chiming in with right ideas. Um. It got us what we wanted at a reasonably acceptable cost. I, I believe I heard grumblings from the Iron Maggot Malrubius sector about threatening elimination. Um, we should have just done the human sacrifices, Mo Rubius. You could have spent it on the log. Right. Right. Uh-huh. right. I might have done it. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe a little bit. No way. <laughs> but either way, we spent a month making them a palace. I'm glad I didn't have to force you to make that decision. <laughs> uh, it was good enough. They told us the legend of the red god, the bright god, and the metal god, and how the bright god banished the red god and the metal god toward the Omelia constellation. <laughs> So we head off there, we find the Red God, but the Sword of Drusus is not anywhere around it. That takes us a week. So we decide to backtrack, uh, and we get an energy signature on the scanners that turns out to be a Strixus cruiser surrounding a debris field. Uh, the Strixus cruiser immediately retreats, so we approach the debris field and get, a, get another signature that seems to match a old-class star cruiser with a warp engine that we think might be the sword of Drusus. Uh, but as soon as that comes up, some small like shuttlecraft emerges from the debris field and starts flying toward us, answering to no hails or anything. It finally docks in the airlock. It did try to contact you, but it was kind of unsuccessful. It made some weird noises. I yeah, it was like indecipherable garble. Like, yeah, garbled, non, non-gothic speech. So it docks in our airlock. Uh, we send a security team down to meet it. They use a cutting torch to cut their way into the ship, which is not responding to any hail, hails. Uh, find two dead Strixus in the bridge of the ship but then are immediately attacked by other life forms that also happen to be aboard the ship, which are gene stealers. Uh, combat ensues. And, uh... Then, like, gas, like, fight it. They gene gene stealers yeah. are, uh... They're a little larger than, is than a human size. Is he dead? Uh, they look... I don't think so. Kind of like the alien. You left out the part where you were hiding in the escape pod. Yeah, not quite as Not quite as The dog was under the impression that the shuttle was a bomb. They're kind of insectoid. They're members of the Tyranid race. That's the race that the Zerg and StarCraft were based on. I did another I did another s- summary from the perspective of Handsome John. I read it. It was very good. Uh, the, the part where you hit the escape pod was corrupted <laughs> and rewritten, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, about, about Z-Guard and the escape pod and not taking part of the combat? 
<laughs> bravely, you know, to history's mind, he was there. <laughs> so basically, we have Jad and like his little group of iron maggots, which, by the way, would be the awesome heavy metal band name. <laughs> uh, so we have Jad. They're like just like NPCs that are basically they're helping. Yeah, us. we're yeah. gonna have a lot of those in this campaign. Okay. They're very expendable. And they're already powerful. dying. They're, we've yeah. already, uh, we've already lost. I think Jad is KO'd. Jad is at zero and is incapacitated. Four, has, four have died, one's incapacitated. Four died? Yeah, I think you're right. Oh my god. god. They're just well, like owning us. Well, Gene Steelers are pretty brutal, as it turns out. I mean, they're really brutal. And apparently, I don't know how to fire a gun, because like, <laughs> like twice in a I life. actually didn't even roll terribly well with them, and uh, and I had to, and I toned them down a bit, uh, even from the. A, a real gene stealer, at least according to the We also cheated. We manual didn't confirm I had. any of our righteous furies. We just added damage. Uh, yeah. Are you supposed to confirm them? Yeah, you have to confirm it. There oh, were not there that many. I think there were two. There were like two, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. A, a gene stealer actually has a talent that gives them two dodges per round. And oh. that's caring. And I didn't... I, I'm not using either of those rules. Whoa. So. <laughs> yeah, they're ridiculous. Well, not every gene stealer. Can I get that? I'm I get sure the there are not. Around? <laughs> there are some non-super there a way to get the two dodge around? Yeah, it's, a, it's called hard target. It's a talent. Oh. Yeah, there is. Where's the what rank do you need to be? Like five or six. Uh, I'm liking that instantly. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff I'm getting. So we are with, to with combat right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so kill the gene, the gene stealer side. There were there were um, four other creatures that were much slower and were like in the back of the shuttle. And they fought like or they fired like projectiles. Yeah. They 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 were kind of about maybe three feet tall ish, and they're kind of they fire like rude lord projectiles like. Yeah, they have, they have yeah. these like holes in the front of them that they kind of waddle around. They're very slow, um, and they have these holes in the front of them, and they fire symbiotic creatures as their weaponry, which is kind of a Tyranid thing to do. The board, yeah. Uh, yeah, a very Tyranid thing to do. And uh, it caught one of the crew members uh, and stunned him for a round. It's like crawling into his mouth, and yeah, it's great. Mm. No, it's like it's a, a it, no, no, it, it splatters and splatters acid all over you. Oh. He was in pain. That's why he was uh, So, are we like deciding so, how to engage these people? Or are we there? No, we're not. They're kind of like in our they, 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 so territory. So, Jad and Malrubius and the Iron Maggots were our you know dance team. They entered the shuttle. These things jumped out at them. Killed a bunch of them. Uh, there was, a, there was, it was, it was not going well. Did a fighting retreat. They retreated back to the entrance to the shuttle, where me and uh, uh, Siegfried and some of the other um, crewmen were like waiting with pistols and rifles and stuff. And we, so we, we were able to open up on them at that point, and we killed the gene stealers. Um, but the three or four, there's four of them, but only two, four, can, only two can fit through the entrance. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you're just fighting two at a time. We killed the gene sewers, which were the biggest threat. So yeah. we should. We're kind of like uh, almost about to win this fight. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. we feel like the tide has turned, but it was looking pretty grim. The gene sewers might have killed all of us. Valerius is on, like at way. zero or something ridiculous. There's three. Yeah. Jad, we had to leave behind. Jad got. Behind. Jad got took the per, per initial brunt. And we don't really have many, many fighting other guys in fighting shape. I mean. Yeah. I'm uh, saying, uh, we'll, we'll resolve this after combat, but Jad should be a little tougher than what? How many wounds does do your, says, group, your group have? It says damage is assigned to each reach negative four wounds. Um, he was at negative one. Right. So when when you're at, if you're like at, in the negs but not at negative four, then an NPC is sort of knocked out of combat. 
If you if they hit negative four, they're just dead. Oh, do you have to make checks to die, or do you just die? No, they just die when they hit negative four. What about PCs? Then there's a critical hit. Oh, okay. And you resolve it. Okay. Um, it, for a PC, a, a negative four won't kill you. You, so you don't bleed out, right? Like in D&D? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's bleeding circles. There's circles that give bleeding, yeah. Oh, okay. And bleeding, like in Warhammer, is just a chance of dying every round. If oh, okay. okay. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I'm going to give Jad like four more wounds I think there's a after thing. combat. He yeah. shouldn't. He shouldn't. He went down like awfully quick. Jad had something. He had a high number of wounds. He just took a ton of damage. He, he, he gets the same number of wounds as everybody else. Well, he took a lot of damage. He should still be. I don't he had he had the same number of wounds. He had twice as much armor. Oh. But it did not matter because but he, he was going to get for like 15 and 17. And like, like it would have killed. What he took would have outright killed me. Yeah, same here. Easily. Alright. Yeah. But those uh, those iron maggots, how many like wounds do they each have? Like uh ten. So I, I think he should have like fourteen. But we'll worry about that after combat. Um Okay, so we're on as I recall, we you guys kinda of spent your round finishing off the gene stealers. So these these guys which I call boilers, it's their turn to uh boil after you. Um, they don't have a official name. They're just whatever you did. Yeah, um, yeah pretty much. No, they don't. No, they're not, these aren't uh, from the Tyranid manual. They're my own Tyranids. Oh. Um, so there are. They get two attacks, and they have. Um, so that's how you've been spending your Friday nights. <laughs> um, so I'm playing some Starcraft on Friday nights. Yeah, I wasn't going to ask you about that if you were still playing it. You guys have stopped calling me. <laughs> um, just as well, because I've been really busy. Yeah, well, I've, I've been kind of spotty. I've been playing on Thursdays recently. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, these guys have um, semi-auto. So I'm going to use the short range. Thanks for reminding me, Jeff. Um, well, everyone would get the short range. Everyone should Almost short all the time. It's basically, if you use it, it's plus 10 to everyone's ballistic skill. Oh, okay. Well, we're in kind of close quarter combat, right? Uh, I mean, it won't happen in every combat, but... Um, I'm not sure I'm getting it. I'm, let's see, 17 meters, so I'm outside you're the getting shuttle. It. My range is 15. Hall, maybe. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't guess that you're more than 10 meters away. Yeah, I would say you're like in the 10 to 15 range. So, okay. Yeah. Um... It doesn't okay. say on here. Oh, maybe it says on So the gene students are dead, so these guys are firing... It's on the character sheet. Under these guys are firing into a group of... Uh, four. Oh, right here, okay. Four iron maggots. Um, that's all that's left. Okay. Uh, Malrubius retreated. Malrubius retreated. Okay. So they have both in, both in, both in. There are only two of them are attacking at a time, right? Yeah, only two of them can attack. Two that can fit there. <laughs> Those are both misses. I rolled in the 80s both times. Um, Alright, so... Uh, did I put you guys in order? I don't think I actually put in order for you guys. No. Um, we're just kind of going... Just, you, you, you guys can go in whatever order you want. Uh, Alright, so... We will shoot at them before they engage, engage them in melee. Uh, did you give me stats from that? I guess the three guys I'm fire, they were firing with me are just 
They have a, a right, gain of zero, one, or two to hit. They, uh, they have plus ten. They plus both ten. They both auto fire. They both have semi auto rifles. They both auto fire their laser rifles. Uh, so they're at. So uh, they, they normally hit on a two, and then they hit on a three for close range, and a four for auto fire, right? And a five because you're shooting at two, and you don't care which one you hit. Oh, okay. So they hit on a five. Wow. Right. <coughs> all right, they all hit. They all hit. All right. So do I have to roll what roll they hit? Are you how many are there? Three. Three. So you just roll three d tens. Okay. Together. Uh, plus, plus three, three on each. Oh wait, one of them had two degrees of success. Actually, two of them had two degrees of success, and one of them had three degrees of success. I rolled one, three, five. Okay. If you get two or more, you get an extra hit. If they're auto firing, you can't get three hits with four degrees. Uh, you can get yeah. You can get, with four degrees, you can get uh, you can get two more hits. Assuming the what so they hit five times. Right. Assuming the second number is a three on a last rifle. On a last rifle. I think it is. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm going to assume it is. So they hit, uh, they each hit once, one of them hit three times, and one of them hit twice. So. Oh, I'm supposed to write down whatever gun I'm using, too? Yeah, you want, yeah, just, just copy from Jesse's. I'll have just a bunch of crappy damage rolls. Yeah, that's, what he that's all we all have. Uh, no exotic weapons. Do these yet. things have eight like soak value? Do they have seven yeah, soak values? Um, I have a couple. There are. I do. These guys are only I already have that written down. Oh wow. Okay, this is going to be re- relevant then. So I'm adding three. So I do. The second eight, number is three. I do eight, seven, 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 four, four. So one, two. And then the sevens are all fours, so that's twelve, so that's fourteen, and then the eight is a five, so it's nineteen total damage. Nineteen total damage, alright, that kills one. Um. And then I will attack, and I will aim and fire. Uh, who am I giving my plus ten to? I'll give it to uh, Zaytree. Just to Couldn't need it. <laughs> and I miss horribly. Mark off another uh, I'll aim and fire. Go for it, Siegfried. Uh, yeah, that hits. In the <coughs> right leg. For are you using your hand cannon? Yeah, or? ten damage. Okay. All right. All right. Then it's um, let's see. So this is around the Zedar is going to show up. I think I fired three shots total. What's going on? Uh, you walk into the room, you still have a half action. You see a pitch battle going on. Yeah. Like, there's screams <laughs> of battle. It's like, it, it, inside the shuttle behind these guys, there's like screams of agony coming from Jad and one of, and one of the other dying like They're just pouring last fire and, and hand yeah. cannon fire into the ship. Yeah, every, every missed shot is doing significant damage to the interior of the shuttle. Uh, I guess I need my character. This, and with like three uh, last rifles on full auto, there are a lot of missed shots. Yeah. Yeah, the inside of that shuttle is getting torn up. Uh, half action. Alright, I will... Uh, holy shit! Uh, I guess open fire. Uh, use reaction to activate Lodge's implant. 
uh, fire sh- shotgun. How does scattered work? Uh, I looked that up the other day. If, if they're within short range, let me see. Yes, I can. They're within short range, you get a bonus. If they're within long range, you get like a severe penalty. I would assume they're within normal range if I just earned the room. Uh, yeah, I think you actually will not be in short range. For a second, I thought I turned right to it. Alright, that's a mess. And I will fire my hand cannon. Uh, scatter. You're within point blank range. Each two degrees of success scores an, ish, an additional hit. Blank range. At oh. longer ranges, yeah, good luck with that. This spread of small projectiles reduces its effectiveness. All armor points are doubled against hits from scatter weapons at long or extreme range. Um, do I get plus ten for them being two? Yes. Uh, then I actually hit. Wait, I can't get that anymore. One of them's dead. That's right. Oh, that's true. Dead. Yeah, I'm dead. Sorry. All right, so I miss. And then try with the hand cannon. Point blank range. Does it like hit multiple opponents? It, it works like a semi-automatic weapon if you're in point blank range. Mm-hmm. Basically, it can hit multiple opponents. All right, the hand cannon hits right on the nose uh, for ten damage. Ten damage. These guys don't even have dodge. Um, so that kills it. Alright, two down, it's two to go. Ladders. What, 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 what weapon was that? Hand cannon. Alright. Flashed in acid solid, now. Solid projectile weapon. Nobody was next to it. Alright, Mal, uh, Malrubius, it's your Iron Maggot's turn. Or your turn, however you want to do it. Or your turn. Yeah, I guess you could shoot before the Iron Maggot's run in, if you want were they with the, doing their chain axes, or were they doing the last pistol? They were chain axing it up against the G-Stealers. They could switch. Yeah, I think I'm going to have them switch. Okay, that takes that a half action. That's going to be a half action? Yeah. Okay, so I'll do mine first, and I have my uh, last gun. And it was on full for uh, semi-auto. So for semi-auto, I'm still just rolling... You get plus hit, 10. Plus 10. Okay, uh, you the, hit the, uh, two degrees of success, you get an extra hit. Okay. So that killed, that, you, you guys killed both of them, right? Right. So the other two are around a corner. Oh, okay. You can't see them unless you spend a half action moving into the shuttle. Probably want to, like, go in anyways and help out. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, the Iron Maggots can keep their chainswords in charge if they're, they want to go around the corner. I don't know, I kind of feel like going around the corner and throwing a fragmentation grenade in there. Oh, well, you, you could also bounce it around the corner if you if you don't want to. I think there's some like un, there's like unconscious iron maggots in there. there yeah, are, like including Jad. Yeah, you'd be throwing it right on top of Jad's uh, bleeding body. We don't know that. Uh, for sure. That's why you left him anyway. It might uh, it might not you know land it right in his face. So bad. Okay, uh, <laughs> maggots forward. All right, you want them to charge? No, I want them to go cautiously up there with their chain swords and peek around the corner. All right, uh, so. Um, Easy. I'm limping up behind. What's there? What's? Let's see. So your movement with a half action is only six yards, six six meters. Then they don't have to switch their weapons now. No, they won't switch their weapons. Since their guys are out of sight. Yeah, six meters isn't going to take them around the corner, so they won't end up getting into the pack if you if if, you do do it that way. Okay. So they turn around the corner. Um, 
Uh, right around the corner on the other side are the other two creatures who are waiting for their turn to move forward. Um, so, we have to basically stand there looking up. Okay. Can you attack? No. Okay. No. They can only move six meters. Yeah, they have to, they have to move. Nobody gets to attack. They have to move farther than that. They have to, like, climb a couple, they have to, like, climb up a couple steps to get into the shuttle, too. Point blank, is that the range where you're using your weapon skill instead of your ballistic yes. skill? Okay. No, point blank is different. So point blank is not when they don't know you're there and you're right next to them. That's when you get, point blank is, like, plus 50 or something. And, uh... It has to be more common than that if it's what the shotgun rules depend on. Yeah, that's true. I, I would you you would definitely get to use it anytime for melee distance with somebody. You get to use that rule. Yeah, I don't know. Read the rules on point blank, but um, sure. Uh, it's be in here. Let me see. It's right here. should I figure out what actual gun I'm supposed to have? You don't. You didn't have a gun written down. It's just said universal pistol. No, that's your. That's the. That's what you have. That's training. what you have uh, training in, right? So you're. If it's universal um, pistol, you probably have an auto pistol. Your gun would be listed right here. Okay, so you don't have anything written down. Yeah, I just All right. move it over. Here, so copy, copy mine. Right. You can have like well, you can, you can auto pistol or hand cannon. Or hand both. cannon's a pistol. Yes, it is. It's a two-handed pistol. <laughs> Uh, my character is probably not coordinated enough for that to be real. You probably have an auto pistol then. Probably just use an auto pistol. It, I, what weapon proficiencies do you have? Universal. Yes, yes. Pistol universal. I'm a blind astrocraft. Gotcha. Oh, you're blind? Why do you have a gun then? Uh, his other I have are hands. so heightened yeah. and that he uh, I do have very good hearing. can basically see how the rules are stated. Alright. He's motherfucking daredevil. Pretty much. I have my. Uh, but he has other perceptions that doubts. most people don't have, like, like Daredevil and stuff. Daredevil can seem to. When work. a character makes a range attack against a target that's two meters away or closer, the target's at point blank range. Uh, okay, ballistic skill tests made to attack a target at point blank range are easy, but the bonus does not apply when the attacker and the target are in melee combat with each other. Which is most of the time. <laughs> Which is most of the time. Uh, yeah. So anytime point blank range is anytime you're within melee. What's range. the bonus? There is the, the, there is no bonus. It's plus thirty if they're not in melee combat, but it, um, which basically, basically means if they're, if they're unaware, if they're unaware, if they're unaware of you. If you so are in melee combat, you just use your weapon skill instead of your ballistic skill to make attacks at point blank range. Right, but not, it's not that hard to walk up to within two meters of someone and just blast them. No, yeah, that's why you get plus thirty. I mean. That's exactly uh, what a shotgun is for. Right, but you don't get plus thirty if they're if they're if they're swinging their chainsword at you because they can like knock your arm out of the way. They're close enough where they can reach out and grab your hand, right? Or they can or yeah. knock your arm out. That, that's why you have to use your weapon skill to get attacks off when you're in point blank range. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 so in Warhammer Fantasy, we played it that you could not get any ballistic. You couldn't if you couldn't use the ballistic weapon if they were right next to you. So you're you saying can, two meters is automatically melee range if they're aware of you. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Is that? I don't buy it. But I'll accept it. But I don't buy really? it. Two meters. I, I guess. You I think I one meter would be. Seems like you could walk. Oh. Yeah, because well, the the definition of melee combat is. Two like, meters. I'm two meters away from Jeremy right now. Two yeah, meters. Point, you're point blank. Two meters. I'm point blank, but I'm not in melee combat. Remember, two meters yeah, is are. one square no, on the on the battle map. So if you're two meters away, that means you're in base to base contact on the battle map. 
Which means you're in melee range. If you got a D-Cut like one force, force it's like two meters. Like, if you had a katana, you could definitely mess up Jeremy from where you're sitting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if you each had katanas or, like, st- st- staffs or something, two meters I, is like No, nothing. I really couldn't. I'd need a Nodashi or something like that. Well, well the point is, I mean, if you look at it from a game mechanics perspective, you're... If you're two meters away, you're one square away, which means you're face-to-face combat, which means you're in melee combat at every single RPG ever. So that's how the rules work. Right. So the two meters, it's it's an R, it's the number that means one square. That's why it's two meters, right? It would seem like they would not have a point-blank range designation. It would just be a surprise designation then. Um, well, if you could, if you hit them in melee combat with it, and you hit, do you get the extra damage if you? Get, we get two degrees of success. You still get the plus thirty. You, you still get the bonus. You still get the extra damage if you hit you them. Still do twice. what the scatter does. Yeah. The scatter is unaffected by the by the no bonus rule. Not by it, but I'll accept it. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah. So your maggots moved up and into the shuttle. They they on their second move action they turn the corner and see that right there around that corner are the other two guys, but they're out of actions. Um, there's. Only enough room for, what did we say, three of them? What did I say last time? Three of them to... Two. Oh, three, uh, oh, the main... There were two, there was room for two of the shooter guys. Right, but that's when they're facing the door. I would say, like, inside the the, the main shuttle area, when there was a combat last time. I think oh. that was... Well, there uh, was two gene stealers and the two of them, and I think a couple of, yeah. There was like four or five guys. I'm going to say there was like four. Of yeah, I think it was four of them. So there's only there's room for, for four of you to move up. I guess, you know, how many are There's only four left. There's four left. <laughs> all right. So they're, they're all moving up. All right, they all move in. That's great. Um, who hasn't gone yet? Um, Jesse. Uh, Jesse, so, uh, yeah. There's, a, there's something going on in the ship. You want to hang out? Something going on in that shuttle. Uh, I mean, there's like, like I'm like actually useless. Yeah, I don't think there's. much Welcome to the party. I don't think there's of much. being useless. I don't think there's much you can do. Um, I can send everybody a thought that does nothing. It's not like it even like give boosts their stats or anything. It's just like, hey guys, good job out there. <laughs> yeah. Not, not totally all of you dying. Like some of you are still alive. Alright. So, uh. You can go in and pull out, uh, Jab. Yeah, that's true. I could go. You don't want to do that. I don't, like, how deep, like, because you guys are, like, in the ship now. He's in the shuttle. He's inside the shuttle. Uh, we're, we're, like, on the other side. We're in our ship. We're, and there's, well, there's like, a, like, it's, it, the ship is in the. It's basically in a docking bay. Like, think, like, think of the right, docking bay yeah. where the Millennium Falcon was and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if, like, you guys got up, you're, like, now up inside the shuttle. Or the Iron Maggots are inside the shuttle. We're all standing in the docking bay, oh. shooting into the air shuttle. So we're like, we're, yeah, we're in, like, yeah, yeah, think of, like, a, like, Star Trek. We're in, like, a... What Star Wars Millennium Falcon lands oh, in the Death Star? Lands in the Death Star. Yeah, yeah that's imagine like a much smaller bay. That was a huge docking bay. But sure. Right. If you imagine a small version of that, that's pretty accurate. Um... Okay, so, uh... You don't have no stealthing or nothing? I have, like, literally... Yeah, I'm, like, totally useless in my level. <laughs> uh, so, so, to Lane, uh, can I take your character? Uh-huh. Uh, so, welcome to the party. Um, this... Hey, we have a navigator now. Yeah, so we're a little worried about that. I bet I could win that, uh, this, um, so, so, uh, this ship, the, uh, the, the, uh, Simon Orleans, um, 
or Mises freighter, had two navigators on board. They had this uh, kind of older navigator named Tulane, uh, who was this, uh, kind of seemed a little pissed about his whole position in the ship. And they had a younger navigator who was kind of learning the ranks. Um, and so uh, the rest I'll... I'll Tulane jump ship. I'll, I'll, I'll leave to uh, Tulane to describe if he feels like it. Tulane? Uh, Tulane. Tulane. T-E-L-A-N-E. I use it all the time. <laughs> what sort of characters? He's a uh, navigator. He's a navigator. Okay. Navigators are these sort of semi-mutant uh, humans with this third eye that sees into the warp. They're he's, from a is he like a young man? Of he's 58. The, oh, he's an old man. <laughs> well, I mean, middle-aged. Yeah, actually, yes. in, in 40k, people live like into their 100s generally, so... Um, so being 58 is not terribly old. Oh, okay. It's like 38. I mean, you get old and decrepit when you're 90, but you just don't tend to die. They, like, replace your organs as they start to fail and stuff with bionic organs. He is from uh, the Marat, Mar- Margalt family, which is one of the shrouded um, oh, did you navigator families. Did you your mutation? No, I you should. No, I did. I think we that was one of the first things we did, right? Oh, did you write it down? I don't remember you doing that. I have six insanity points. I think that was just yeah, from the background. Yeah, I have uh, way more than I have, that. like, four. I have ten. Where, where, where are the mutations listed? Uh, it would be on the back of your character sheet, probably, under, like, notes or special abilities. I don't have anything right now. I don't think you have a roll for it. I don't think I rolled anything. No, you couldn't. You have to choose your house before you know what we were teaching. He's from a shrouded house. He's from the Marble family. Uh, shrouded house. It says roll one mutation. So that just means that he used to be in a powerful house and now now they're Uh, shunned because they've lost power. Single navigating mutation roll randomly. Okay. So roll on this table. Which kind of dice? Percentile. Get a couple of your own from there. They look like this. Yeah, you want one with like the extra zero on it or the extra one that doesn't have that. This is part of gaming. How many? How many gaming sides? experience? Ten. They look. It looks, should look like this. It looks like this. You want one that has it, one that doesn't. Are there any left in here? Uh, there should be. Although that's we just pulled up that. Nope, that's eight. That's ten sided die. You can just pick a that's two that. different colors. That's, that's, that's twelve. 12. Oh, how about that? That's, that's 12. twelve. That's another ten sided die. So pick one of these to you be a 10-digit. You can just pick a color then to be the 10-digit. Pick, pick one to be a 10-digit. And one to be a 1-digit. And one to be a 1-digit. Okay, blue is 10. Right. So you just gotta stick with whatever you pick. Okay. 68. Uh, uh growths. You have membranes of skin between your limbs and digits. When your skin sags and folds from your flesh, you suffer a permanent minus 5 fellowship. That's nasty. That's, you don't get a swim speed out of that? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> swim speeds are less useful in, in 40 You're not even, I'm not saying it would ever be useful. It's like, it's like, like you would get it. It's just a shitty version of... I dropped one, one of them. I should do it again. No. Uh, believe me, that's that's you should be pretty happy with that. <laughs> I wanted that one. What's the best possible one you can get? <laughs> the best possible one you can, can get? Or elongated form. That Strange way. vitality is really form, good. Totally can you like become a tank? Right? No. Oh. Uh, then what's the point? Strange Vitality is probably the best one. That's 91 to 95. Although, distri- or Disturbing Grace. All the 90 plus rolls. That's all right. He can just wear some kind of 
uniform. That no, the 96 to 100 roll is terrible. You really? On yeah, the, navigators usually have these like big robes and like something that covers their third eye and they're they're kind of uh, you've, you've probably seen their pictures in there. Yeah, you yeah. want that? You want to roll the eighty-six to ninety-five range? All right. Anyway, where were we at? Um, uh, oh yeah. So Delane was just joining us. He, uh, uh, you, you, you are a little delayed joining the fray, and you kind of walk. So did you back reduce your this, you walk into the back of these buildings on. Um, not much that you can see happening. There's some combat going on inside of that shuttle. Yeah, I just erased both those numbers and went down. Uh, the captain and the... Uh, if he wears gloves... Void Master just kind of shooting the shit. No, it's they're it's all over. It's everywhere. It's like he has all this extra skin everywhere. Between my limbs. Do you ever see an episode of Family Guy where Stewie uh, like works out and gets super buff? He goes on steroids, And then the right? steroids wear off, and he has all this, like, crappy skin, and he turns into a flying squirrel. Anyway, it looks like that. <laughs> it's all right. It's all hidden underneath his, underneath his clothes. Like, if you're 500 pounds, and then suddenly you're 200 pounds. I want to cast Tides of Time and Space. Uh, what the heck is that? It's the third power. Oh, it's oh like read it to me. What does it do? It's pretty cool. Like, it lets me see into the future, just the immediate future. Nice. I'm about to fall into a pit. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Uh, here it is. By examining the flow of the warp around him, the navigator can anticipate near-future actions and thus move outside the normal flow of events by choosing strands of reality and slipping between them. Whilst this power can be of great benefit to the navigator, it's also very dangerous, and should he lose control, the results can be disastrous. Oh, gosh. This power takes a free action to use. Doesn't sound like much. There's a movie when Nicholas Cage. So what is it? Do next. So each round the navigator wishes to use this power, he must make a perception test to read the strands of time. On a success, he doubles his agility bonus for purposes of determining initiative and may take additional half action that turn. The additional action may not have the concentration subtype. On failure, he has his agility bonus for initiative and may only take a half action. That turn, as he loses his grip on reality, becoming confounded and disoriented. Okay, so... You, we'll so is it bad to use a free action? No, free action Free actions don't cost you anything. Uh... uh if you fail really badly, something even worse happens. So don't worry about it unless you fail by three degrees, and then you'll look it up. All right, let's give it a shot. Let's so I get that will just that will. But it's going to give, you, so it's gonna give you an extra action, right? If you make it. Yeah. Um, not sure what you're going to do with all your actions, but uh, well, you I thought that it would let me see into the future. Uh, so I could like. Well, yeah, for the purpose of, like, it sounds everyone. like for the purpose of combat. The game mechanic of, of shooting into the future is you get to move really fast. You have super reflexes. You give yourself as a Jedi. Yeah, you're seeing, like, you know, a half a second into the future. Right. You're seeing whether the laser cannon is shooting this way or that way. Yeah. Well, I was trying to choose between that I'm one not playing cards with you. Void Watcher. <laughs> but I went with that one. Uh, okay, so make a uh, power's not very good. Make make a perception test. Right. 
Because you get to see, like, right before the guy throws down his hand. Just like, his hand but he still is going to throw down his hand. Yeah, yeah so you concentrate. You say, like, in, it's it would like, be really good if you're playing 357. Like, wouldn't I be able to, like, cast okay, that and then that pretty and then, awesome 357. <laughs> and then Jesse is the character to go in and, like, save Jad or whatever it is. I'm not doing any of that. Jad will be saved by default if we kill these last two dorks, and by we, I mean the remaining iron maggots with their chain swords. We're going to cut these things to pieces. All right, let's let's uh, if we're allowed to go on. Yeah, let's let's move on. So these iron maggots are going to take some shots, and hopefully I don't roll 82, 85 this time. Really, you hope that you kill iron maggots? That's what you're hoping. I'm hoping, yeah. All right, just let me know where you stand. So you can't. Uh, change the dice. I, I, I clearly, this dice sucks. I've used it for a long time. Just uh, because it's really easy to see, but man, is it bad. Anyway, um, so there was only a single hit. Uh, dodge. Uh, you want to reduce the dodge? No, Rubius. Should all of them roll dodge or just one? Just, just, uh, just one. Okay. So I have one guy who's injured and three who are not, so can we determine who's been the hit yet, or does it matter? So it's a one in four chance. Okay, um, so the dodge failed. It is one of the uninjured ones that it that got hit. Okay, dodge failed. Dodge failed by quite a few degrees. All right, so that matters. Damage. So what can so you do with your extra action? Eight and has to make a toughness test. Just like shooting twice. Move. So he takes eight. He has to make a toughness test. I don't think so. Maybe. Uh, fail, uh, passes with two degrees of success. All right. There's no further. Well, he gets splattered with acid, but uh, he's so tough, doesn't, doesn't um, even slow him down. Okay, so does, yeah, does my full toughness and armor absorb for this attack? Yes. Attack. Okay, so he takes two. Yeah. Um, okay, so he's. Is he injured? It's not approximately half health. So is that kind of injured or not? So um. So was so what was he at? Um, there are ten, and he only took two. Took two. So I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Still marking down. Okay. It's not, didn't, do it, didn't, didn't do enough to worry about. Just a little acid. Yeah, little acid. That guy's taking acid. That guy's a tough motherfucker. Alright, roll four attacks. Okay. So it looks like two. No, they're only at 30%. They're competent, so nobody hit. Alright. I don't think you're getting any bonuses against these guys. So nobody hit, huh? Nope. Alright, unless other people are going to go, I'm going to roll. I'm going to attack back. Oh, so you can't perform more than one of the following. So now these. If it's different, I guess these monsters are using weapon skill. They're using weapon skill now. Yeah. I'm right behind him. Can I shoot my last gun? I was providing. coming up behind him with cover fire? Um, there's, there's yeah, all, there's, there's, the room is like completely crowded, so they're all like completely. You can only, sure. only do one attack. We got uh, if you want to order one back, then you can get in there and, nope. and, and take your take your um, shot. Cool. All right, now that is a bunch of degrees of success. Um, That's true. I guess you could only get two hits. What is that rule? I don't really have any of the other. Yeah, do we see Jab's body anymore, or is he? Yeah, he's kind of near um, the entrance. Well, these are not abilities; uh, these are things that anybody. All right, can do. one takes. So you can't twelve, do and the other takes six. An extra attack, and you can't do an, anything that has the concentration um, subtype. So basically, you're using uh, you're using were, your extra that was the action. Same guy. That's and the most it was thing you use guy. it for most often. If you want to move and make a full attack, or so that, move so one of the other guys took twelve or something like that, then you can be able to use that power and do that. The twelve gets absorbed half, so that means another guy's. 
injured approximately. Okay, he could dodge. So you can do a miscellaneous and, dodge? A, and an yeah, attack. Two dodges. Or you can do like a miscellaneous. But normally you get two half actions or one full action every turn. Right. So we take uh, right? Uh, you can get an extra half action. So when you roll the number that you need, it's not a success. You can take three half actions. If you roll the number that you need, imagine the other number is a five. So you needed a 30 and you rolled a 35. You can't take. So there's no chance of getting a 30. Two. You can't always do two things. That's why if you roll a zero, it's never a hundred. Though, right? I mean, it's a 30% uh, chance. Zero, a one, or a two. You can't do... Yeah, so three out of ten. One of your half actions can't be used um, to do anything that has concentration in it. Okay. Okay, so, so go ahead and roll four times. If you want to do one of your actions to be an attack, so that's a, a half ten? action, so then no, you have one other thing you can use a concentration one for. Ten is a ten, right? And then you have zero. one half action. Uh, left. Zero is a zero, which yeah. is a hit. Uh, it's always a hit. So yeah. I okay. could so like aim and All right. roll attack. attack. And then, and then so you could move and aim and attack. Ten plus four. Is there anything <laughs> special to roll the ten? Um, you rolled a 10, no, only uh, only 10 on damage is something special. Okay, so 12. Cold in the power. Can we got a penetration of 2? I guess. Penetration of 2. You know, I guess you could probably aim twice. These are tearing. Because the third action would not be the attack, which doesn't have a concentration of type. So you could take a half action to aim, a half action to aim. Alright, so try to confirm Actually, you don't confirm. You add a d6. You could take a full action to aim for the plus 20, and then use your half action to attack. 16 total. 16. Yes. With penetration. Yes, you could do that. That is... Yeah, because aiming is a full action count. gives you plus 20. So you could aim for a plus 20 instead of a plus 10, and then attack with your roll half action. No, you don't roll the 100 on uh, anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. Nope, you used to. Not anymore. But normally, you would um, only get to... You tech. Do a half aim and a half attack. Shut yeah. those freaks. A half aim. All right, you car- the, 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 the chainsaw carves off the outer part of its carapace. Uh, it no longer has any armor on the body. Um, and he's done for a round. That's him. He's having a bad day. Mm. Uh, the other one hits once. Dodge. Alright, I'm gonna. Here's the quick chart. I'm not gonna hit the uninjured one. Next to the ones that are concentration, yep. okay. just to remind you. Go ahead and roll. So, let's see. Half move, no. Full move, no. Tactical advance. Okay, so yes. uh, one hit with a 10 and one hit with a 1. Okay. Uh, roll. Damage is tearing, so you no. roll two separate Ten times. Twice. No. Right, you Drop know what I'm saying? Okay, so this is for. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Okay, so take the highest, plus 10, so no. 10. And okay. Uh, first guy. That's, no. And the second one is 12. Attack. Right. And then I get a plus no. 6 for the one that's on 10. Burst. Is that no. the way that works? Yep. Okay. Full auto burst. So that'll be extra 3. No, you need to roll 10 on damage. 10 no. on attack doesn't. doesn't oh, do 10 it. on damage. Okay, so, okay. 10 on damage. okay so 12. No. 12. For the second Overwatch. guy. All right. Yes. Um... That's what tearing does. You roll damage twice. It's like it's value. like it's like impact Ready. from. Uh, uh, That's insanely good with the righteous fury rolls. It is insanely good with righteous fury. So I kind of miss out. What is right? Does, does, does everybody have righteous fury, or what is, is that? Everyone has righteous that? fury, and whenever you roll a ten on damage for anything you could possibly do that does damage, that rolls a d10. Okay, so it's like you, melee, you can do extra damage. Melee should be pretty bloody. Yeah. Uh, the powerful blow cleaves the target from billet to throwing those like internal organs and spilling them onto the ground. You're not a melee character, right? Okay. So the ones that have C are the ones that require concentration. Which means you can only do one of them. 
that's, that's all, right? So, yeah, right, so you have one so three half actions, or one full half and one half uh, action. And your extra action, you can't use it. Okay, they load on And you can't attack twice. Those are the basic no, rules that you have to think worry about. So I could aim and then... Are we using the multiple combatants so on half one or a full. melee rule? Uh, if you do a half, it's plus 10. Gets, if you do a full, a bonus it's plus Yes. Uh, then one hit. And then What's I the bonus? Attack. So uh, four, uh, four, 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 and then a half uh, standard attack, half action, make a single attack. All right, roll some damage. So you do a full action aim and a half action aim. So for the first guy... You're Looks using like your regular action to okay. aim and your free action to standard attack. You're making one attack and free action is not easy, right. but it's not require concentration. All right, they they That's chain exactly. sword him into pieces. Uh, um, That's for Chad, freak. All right, you could also and, do and, a tactical advance, which again is a fall. And a bloody acidy mess is left on well, the ground. Well, you could do eat at the at the metal. That's. Because they could make up the floor a of the aim ship. as a half action and then multiple. Okay, I want to move over to Jab and try to start to do something to help him. All right, he's animals. still conscious, but he's kind uh, of in his Your regular full action and, uh, would have to be this one. You gotta, you, and you, you can't use your free half action. Does, uh, Does that make sense? The hell happened? Kind of. The brakes yeah. took you out, so man. Get, they almost tore you apart. This power gives me an additional. Let's fuck her through the additional half. So you can think of it like. He looks around. You just thought about where he He's normally. He sticks. So he stands up and realizes there's like a gaping hole in his side. Like, ah! oh, he starts to uh, uh, kind of clutch at his side and staunch the bleeding. Fortunately, we have plenty of maggots for skin breaks. Right, so you get your regular action. <laughs> which is we have a dog. One full action. <laughs> I have Medicaid. There's someone on the ship with my also. Hooray, okay. right, I can be of use finally. Okay. Half action. What's your intelligence? So, 48. That's really good. That's, uh, That's pretty so pretty solid. I guess you found a role in the party. Did the maggots kill them all? Yep. Yes. yes. Okay. Slice and dice. Turns out chain swords are lethal. Yeah. Okay. Chain swords are good. They just put you in jeopardy. How many maggots ended up dying? Four. Uh, for the for the maggots. Four die. I can't believe that. Thinking so it's killed four of them. It's crazy. Well, so glad well, we had them. So it was it was so jab. Wait, it had to be three of them. Yeah, because four of them were alive with jab. So three of them. Are three of them. Yeah, three died. Okay. So it's jab plus seven guys for his squad, not eight yes. guys. Okay, so yeah, three of them died. Now we'll have to burn their bodies before they turn. <laughs> All right, Zedar. Uh, Good to see you again. Um, would you care to accompany us while we figure out what happened on this ship? Zedar? Yeah. Zedar, Zedar is still looking spacey. Zedar is figuring out how he cheated. Oh, okay. What did you cheat on? Everything. Oh, never mind, I didn't cheat. Alright. Alright, so we, uh, we, we, uh, we enter the shuttle once our... Once our shock troops have confirmed it's secure. Don't right. secure. Someone right. have a mob. Joaquin. Yep. There's that. Bring a mob. Bring a squeegee. It's messy in here. All right. Where's Crocky at? I, I summon some, you know, some rank and file crew. Yeah, I summon some red shirts. The acid is eaten through the metal. To uh, yeah, this this shuttle does not look nearly as the shuttle didn't look great when it landed. Now it looks much worse. Um, it's, it's hoping we might be able to <laughs> add it to our possessions, but it doesn't look good. Okay, I'm going to have him go to uh, pistols. Check those corners. Clear those ones of fire before you advance. I'll right. be more cautious this time. All right. So you guys, you guys cautiously check through 
um, check through the shuttle for any signs of life, any signs of movement. Uh, everything in here is quite dead, uh, as, as which is easy to determine. Um, let's see. Can we get anything useful from the ship's computer? Um, there are six dead Strixies uh, on the ship. Uh, and one in the back seems like he's sort of alive, like he's kind of breathing. He's kind of breathing a little bit, but he is totally not conscious. Got another freak here. Um. So yeah. Um. Simon shows up at the back of the uh, cargo hold to uh, to survey the damage. Ah, Simon, he arrives just in time to finish me reloading my uh, hand cannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, what did you get? Quite a quite a battle. Uh, <clears throat> some sort of alien monsters, you know. The shuttle was infested with them. We had to do a little decontamination. I I, I see. I quite a bit of. Uh, I guess there's like you guys are like hauling out a couple of dead bodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't look good for some of your men there. No. Uh, unfortunately, there were some casualties. Uh, get this man to sick bay pronto. He starts like inspecting the body of the of the dead gene stealers with, with horror. Um, all right. Um, yeah, your your injured are, are carted off to to sick bay. Um, um, their their Medicaid person has a skill of thirty. You guys might like be better at healing than them. Um, if you want to, if you want to take that, I don't remember even remember, remember how healing works in did, this game. It's um. Did anybody take Medicaid? I do. I have Medicaid. Both of them have. Okay. Um. And uh, so you uh, make a you make a. I sent a message to you. You make on a the test page. against your Medicaid skill, which is usually just your intelligence. Um. If they are heavily damaged, it heals them for one. It heals your uh, the tenth digit of your intelligence if it's if they're only lightly injured. He's got the same skills I do, basically. So. What is heavily injured, two or less, like in Warhammer? Um, heavily injured is when you have um, taken more than twice your toughness bonus in damage. So, uh, what's Jad's toughness? Um, five. So he'd have to have taken more than ten. So he did not take that many, obviously, since he only had ten wounds. Yeah. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm bumping him to fourteen. All right. Um, so I sent you a message after this, but no, he's not heavily injured. Asking you to patch up our front. Uh, I'll... You're going to patch up Jad? Alright, yeah, go I'll ahead. So you use your Medicaid skills and equipment and patch him up. So, uh, oh, then am I supposed to, I'm supposed to roll, right? You're trying yeah. to roll, roll a D100, you're trying to go low underneath yeah. your, your... No, I've, to- I've totally failed. Okay. Um, Alright. That... He's on to extended care if he wants to heal them. Um, which is on page 83 if anyone's interested. Okay, uh, so uh, was there anyone else who was injured under, in your group? No. Yeah, there's two other people injured. Oh, make rolls for them too. Yeah, make two more rolls. Uh, wow. Nope. <laughs> no, alright. No healing for you. It's not starting out very well for a healer. <laughs> If you recall, our last campaign, Healer did not start out very well either. No. Okay, finish for it. No, he was all Wade replaced him. He got his. What was the first day or whatever the skill was in 
fantasy up to ridiculous proportions. It was like he needed to roll something under 80 to succeed, and he still failed more than half the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so what's your next... What's, what do you guys want to do? Uh, well, we get the survivor to some sort of secure sick bay or break or something. Wait, is the rest of the ship going to turn out? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Uh, is there a... MIU interface on the ship? That's what I was it's, getting. It is completely you. foreign to you. Uh, it look, this is, this is a Xeno ship and it doesn't make any sense. It has computers, but it has no ports. It doesn't have anything you've seen before. Well, I figured out. That's what I do. Uh, right, you start pushing buttons, um, fiddling around with stuff. It'll take you several hours to get any progress, so. Alright, let's, can't make progress if you don't start somewhere. Right. I don't think we're in any tremendous hurry. That ship has been sitting there for ten thousand years. Wait, we are in a tremendous hurry. We gotta go. We gotta go repair the sword of Drusus before the Strixes come back with their fleet. Do you think they're getting in a fleet? Yes. Oh no. Why do you think they blew up? I think they realized the ship was infested with these monsters and they didn't want to fight them. So you think they were fleeing from the debris and not from us? Uh. Yeah. I so it's it's a coincidence that they fled as soon as they showed up on our scanners. Well, their shuttle was returning to their ship, and they their astropath probably told them that their shuttle was in, contaminated with these monsters, and they fled rather than allow their shuttle to dock with them. That's my current theory, anyway. Wouldn't they just blow their shuttle out of the sky? Uh, they also saw us approaching. Okay, either way, they're coming back with warships. It's possible if the Strixes have warships. You guys have uh, Forbidden Lords. Does anyone have Forbidden Lords? You know, right yes, too. I do. All right, you can make a you can make you can make a roll on that. Who has it? Mm, I make it. Um, any degrees of success? No. Um, well, it's not like the Strixes are totally hostile to you because you you traded with them before. I mean, it's like I could contact their astropath or whatever. If they show up with a fleet, they're not going to be very friendly. Um. So you made you made it with no degrees. Um, they, in in your recollection, the the Strixies are kind of known for they're they're definitely unwarlike. Like they don't go around like with fleets attacking. Um, though if they are threatened, they will kind of band together for defense more than anything else. Uh, okay. I'll so they they do you know they might bring more ships. You know if they're being attacked, sometimes other ships. They probably will, won't. Will yeah, they there. probably wouldn't attack us right out. They probably. We could probably start a dialogue with them. But if they have a ship with weapons, we lose. But they're not going to attack us. I don't know. They, I think we can spend a few days here without worrying about a strategy. Why would they? They would just start uh, a war your or something? I, I think we're, I think we're, we're not really I, w- I would just assume fix the Sword of Drusus as soon as possible and get that baby fired up. I, I want a little bit more information about what we're dealing with before I send a shuttle over to that ship. Uh, if there's thousands of these creatures on board, then we're going to have to come up with an alternate plan before that we can take true. the ship. We're going to need more maggots. <laughs> I was thinking about that. It, it, wave after wave. Is there like some sort of like poisonous gas or something that we could fill the ship with that would kill everything, and then we could let it air out and go aboard afterwards? How about we use Jeff's ideas? How do you know, like, what's poisonous? Well, first of all, you have to know what's poisonous to them. 
We'll just blow Which up the start of would be a difficult thing away. to know. Uh, secondly... Well, I mean, there's some things that would be, you know, kind of universally poisonous. There are things that are... Like if there's like an acid that dissolves anything organic that we could turn into an aerosol form. Right. That sounds like a highly imperial, like, awesome weapon that would not be available to anyone outside of, like, Terminator squads or something like that. Uh, Why not? Yeah, if, if a substance existed that just... Killed flesh on contact. It would be used. It would be in the armory. So no, that clearly doesn't exist. Um, you have forbidden lords. You people, you can make a forbidden lords Xenos test if you want to. I ask. I ask you to make it. I ask them about, 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 about things and, that are and their poisonous habits. I make it with three degrees. All right. You are quite confident that tyrannids don't breathe, so poisoning them would require contact. Okay. What they, don't, like, they don't have like an aerosol, though, right? Well, sure. There's, I mean, it would be in the armory if there was an aerosol that killed people. Well, we have aerosols that kill people now, like sarin like gas. gas, right? <laughs> you don't need to breathe that stuff. No, it does not need to breathe that to kill you. It'll well, good into your. If it's not, in, if it's not in the book anywhere, uh, it's not an option. Uh, I guess we could probably... Can't we use sensors or something, get close, and check for movement? Are scanners that good? Uh, scanners at long ranges, you know... Yeah, and, and you can't get that close anyway. So, no, you can't just... Like, like can, that, get that close? can we get close with a small shuttle and just like look through the windows or Absolutely, something? you can do that. Then we should probably do that. Well, that's we'll put that on our list of things to do. We try to decide, decide if the shuttle... We've tried to, well, so you guys are going after this huge warship, right? The ship that we've been sitting there in the whole world. And you're going to find out if it's infested with Tyranids. Are Tyranids, like, what about vacuum? Can they survive vacuum? Uh, yes. But if I take in that other if, they, if the ship is, like, pressurized, we could, what like, about temperature? we could decompress the ship and they might just get, like, all sucked out. And Yeah. I mean, what about temperature? What if we heated the interior of the ship, like, really, really hot? I think they could survive that. Well, you already got three degrees of success on your tyrannid knowledge uh, to what what ails them. Do I um, use, like, the alien free method? That, like, really that, hot and really cold? Uh, that would be difficult without damaging the ship. They, they, they're, um, they're kind of known for being able to, like, last in space, so cold really has little to no effect on them, at least... That, yeah, that you know of. Radiation um, wouldn't affect However, them heat, either. you know, they're susceptible to a lot of heat, just like any any creature might be. I'm just saying, I mean, if there's thousands of them aboard the ship, we're going to need a we method like that bombard will bombard all of them. We could always tug the ship right next to a star. Yeah, exactly. Can we something just bombard like that. it with like, radiation or something? Uh, I don't think we're equipped to do that. If they can the survive the vacuum. Yeah. 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 yeah, can we. How do we tow ships? Is there like a. Uh, Tractor beam. In there, there is no tractor beam. So we would need like a tow cable, like a diamond. You would need diamond a tow cable that's uh, that's quite strong. Is there well, like diamond? I mean, it doesn't have. I mean, it's, it, there's no. I mean, it has a lot of mass, but it doesn't have any gravity. It's just a matter of inertia. Yeah. Like a small rocket would eventually push it into the sun if you give it enough time. But we. Yeah, correct. But we need the to, like... Would, would, would do that. Kind of need to, like, swing it, you know, like, kind of, like, arc it near the sun or something. 
Like, otherwise, we tow it, but then, like, the momentum would, like, carry us and it into the sun. And we would just, like, Can I try and establish... If you get it on the right trajectory, yeah, like, you aim it right, you, you put it into an orbit around the sun. Or maybe, I mean, you just split shot it around the sun. Yeah, but what about then you go back in time. So. Yeah. <laughs> So forget that noise. Right. I don't want that. <laughs> you wouldn't have to slingshot it at warp 10. You can just hop over that. <laughs> okay, uh, so... Oh, um, I mean, can I just attempt to contact the astropath, the Strixus astropath? And, He's uh, long gone. Um, to contact the Strixus astropath? Like the one that's on, on the ship? On their ship? What about the Tyranid astropath? That might be, still be alive. <laughs> the Tyranid Astropath. Um, so, let's see. What's the... So the... Hmm, let me think what's the protocol this. for hailing? Sorry. I have an ability that allows me to send a message through the warp to another Astropath. Right. Um, now, generally, the other Astropath is human and is, like, kind of waiting for you, you know, waiting, he's, like, thinking about getting a signal. So, communicating yeah. with... There's a there's a penalty if, if he's distracted. Right. Um, sure. You you reach out into the warp uh, to to see if there's any kind of signals. Um, is it? Uh, I think that would be cynicians. Yeah. Um, yeah. Make it make a test against. Any bonus or penalties? Uh, just give me your degree of success or failure. You're gonna roll a dice, Jesse. Awesome. Wow. Mega fail. <laughs> Uh, you reach out and you do not detect any any other entities using uh, the warp for communication anywhere around you. Okay. Um, so, can you communicate? Can we communicate with the Strixus? Are you a like human scanner? If he can wakes you scan up? for life forms? Uh, some of them seem to speak uh, like no. human language. I could have, but I took that you know, stupid time to trade with them a lot. Well, I wrote it down. Anyway. Anyway. Some of them I haven't used it yet. Well, you can eventually get a bunch of times. Usually they have like a stuff we just got We'll start patching up the Strixus and hope for the best, I guess. And you're like. Um, With our Strixus that are still alive? There's one Strixus that's still alive. Oh, okay, so we're patching like I have. Yeah. Is so it, he got carted off to the medical bay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Should I try to... I, I don't know. That guy too? I don't know if sure. I... Uh, <laughs> okay. There's probably a penalty. Oh, my God. Super success. Oh, too. Holy shit. Holy shit. All right, well... I'm all up on that medicine. <laughs> as it turns <laughs> out... You know, like, oh, it turns out that anatomy class actually, wasn't human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rusty working on humans. Oh, wait, Strixus. I don't know how Strixus works. The black one that wasn't there. <laughs> 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 and my character is, like, actually Zoidberging it. Like, uh, it's funny. Well, you didn't spend a year on a Strixus ship, so you kind of... Yeah, like, I probably do know a good amount of their anatomy. Yeah, actually... Actually, you, I, I think um, you know if you're if you're working on aliens, you generally get like a minus ten on that. But clearly, that doesn't phase you. Um, all right, you uh, you patch him up to the point where he's uh, um, he's starting to become coherent, and uh, he uh, he kind of looks around. He looks shocked, um, you know, about where he's at and and. And whatnot, and he he speaks at you in a strange Strixus language um, that you don't understand. Uh, like, hey, Gothic spent a year on their shit. I'll, uh, I'll dilute, so I'll, which you know that's the happy feelings. Oh, okay. Us. 
make him feel happy. Yeah. Go for it. Is that a, that's not an opposed test, is it? Yeah, opposed. Oh, opposed yeah. willpower. Oh, I don't want to feel happy. Ugh. Uh, failure. failure. Uh, is it just versus, what is it versus? It's your willpower. Power. You roll it versus your willpower. Yeah. Will oh, fail. okay. Yeah, yeah. He failed, so you just need a success. Yeah, I have two degrees of success. Okay. Uh, alright, he's got, he, he feels nicely towards you, but he needs a, if there's any, uh, fellowship tests involved, he's got, he got plus 30. Um, we get, yeah, plus, you, you, you I, plus 30 is on his taller You establish pretty quickly that this guy does not speak any of the gothic. Uh, language. Can't you He's like, a little less frightened. Do you have any? Can't you like mind meld with him or something? Do you have like telepathic abilities? So you can yeah, speak, I have uh, telepathically because that wouldn't use language. I have um, I have an ability short range telepathy to establish a telepathic connection to another character at unfettered psychic strength. Okay. Yeah, and I don't think I even does that require a test? Only if they're trying uh, to resist it, right? You're basically a Neopatrick Harrison and Star Trek troopers. It's afraid. I believe it, there is no test involved unless they're trying to resist you. It says focus power test willpower, but I don't I don't know. I mean I don't know so if it's trying to resist. Is the page number listed on there? Um no. Alright, well look it up. Uh the um he doesn't try to he doesn't try to resist you, so you're able to establish a um a link. Um, what do you want to say through, uh, telepathically to him? Um, how are you not using language? It's just an idea. You're sending him, yeah, like, a thought. Um, uh, successful focus power test allows the psychic to establish a single telepathic like connection to another character and unfettered by the psychic strength. Uh, however, using this ability is not for so if a language is more efficient than another, you just think more efficient. Something along the lines of, like, that we're here to help, but we need to know what happens. It's uh, not efficient, it's whatever is more to your core. That's also language you're in agreement. Uh, I mean, do you really, like, do we have to, like, sit here and, like, establish, like, the Picture versions of like what it is like. Oh, that's fine. I mean, like, um, you get the thought. You get the thought back of uh, of tyrannids, like you know, creatures attacking them and them fleeing. But no, nothing about like the origin of like where these tyrannids attacked from, or. Um, it's not that specific. Okay, it's just general. Oh shit! How many? Yeah, can I? Yeah, can I do something about like how you know how many or? Um, sure. Uh, you get the, you get the, the thought back of, like, um, uh, didn't take many. Okay. I ask him if, if there was, like, air and, and heat, if the life support systems basically are working on the other ship. That might be a little too specific for the kind of telepathy I have. You probably just described the ship and... Va- vacuum or no vacuum? <laughs> or try to think if there's tyr- like try to think of tyranids on the sh- that ship over there, like like super super. Yeah, I can probably think like, is that like ship, and then is it a, is it dangerous? Yeah, you get a positive response. As in, like yes, it is dangerous. Uh, yeah, but you also with that positive response, there's like a response of the unknown. Oh, like, like I don't know how dangerous it is. Yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah. There is. I'm not going on that ship. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, can we kill him now? I don't know. Uh, no, we're not going to kill him. Just kidding. He, we're gonna, oh, wait. We're going to trade him back to his people at a substantial profit. Oh. 
Because that's what I'm we do. Sure, as people would want to exchange hostages, you know, maybe they have some humans. humans. Or we're gonna sell them to that race down on the planet to use as a sacrifice, whichever you know, whichever pays more. We already built them a palace, man. They don't get any more rain. We've already destroyed their society by introducing property. Might as well introduce slavery to them as well. You say that like I care what happens to their society. I really don't. In 40,000 years, that society is going to span into an evil In 40,000 years, I, I will still not care. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. We'll wait and see what Zedar can come up with from the from the ship's computer. All right. So you spend, you spend several hours. Uh, make a tech use test with minus 30. Okay, one Whoa. degree of success. Okay, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you walk for a reason. All right. um, it takes way, way, way longer than you know, normally interfacing with computers, and you still don't have a perfect idea of how this thing works, but uh, you're able to figure out some just real basic controls, like you can figure out how to turn you know, the life support on or off, open and close the hatches, um, uh, you know... You try to read, like, see what its sensor capabilities are, but that's still beyond you. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem to work the way you expect it to. Can I discern what, the basic there any piloting like... controls? Hmm? Can I discern the basic piloting controls for pilot? Uh, you can't pilot it, no. Are there any, like, video logs that you can access? Um, there are. The ship doesn't seem to have a black box. Well, you know, it might have video logs. It doesn't have video logs. Okay. There's no cameras inside the ship to take pictures anyway. I tried to discern some specifications. How fast or armored is it compared to our current shuttle? Uh, it's um, it's similar to your shuttle. Uh, a little more armored. You think it might be a little less maneuverable because it's heavier, but who knows? Maybe it's just awesome. Uh, Alright, well, I think we've gleaned all the information we can out of this shuttle. It's time to put together a away team. Alright, so you guys ready to check out that other ship? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, there's no getting around it. Okay. All right, it's we our have, ship. We have, we have uh, you said we could fit eight people on the shuttle. So we take the six of us and uh, two... The two least injured. The two healthy maggots. The two, the two injured maggots. All right, perfect. Uh, I'd feel better if, like, a healthy dad was with us. Yeah, so would I, but I don't think it's worth waiting. pilot and nine crew. Well, I'll, I'm, oh. the pilot. I'm the pilot. So there's ten people. All right, so we take I'm, the two. I'm counting, I'm counting 11 on that. Oh. Yeah, so 11 total. So can someone make a Medicaid roll for me to so I can oh. some help? Uh, yeah, go for it. Yes, two degrees of success. Alright, so how much? You, how many wounds did you take? I went from 18 to 3. So you 18 to 3? 15. You were critical. And what's you your toughness? You were heavily wounded, so you get one back. Yeah, you get okay. one back. Okay. I'll still go. Um, if, you guys want, if you guys want to wait a while to get more uh, wounds back, you can do that. It's on page 83. We're not really in a rush, are we? It depends on how long you have to wait. I'm, but. Yeah, I mean, if it's... We've been here for, like... We've been, I mean, we've, we've been waiting... We've already been waiting for about eight hours. If we, if it's only, like, another eight hours, then, yeah, we could wait. If it's, like, three days, probably not worth it. Well, then what did you say? 88? 
traditional patient poses a cumulative minus 10 penalty to the Medicaid tests. Uh, all right, for heavily injured patients, it takes a week. What? For lightly injured patients, it takes a day. A uh, week to do what? Heal. That's insane. Uh, you make a test. Uh, you remove twice the normal damage. So if you're heavily injured, you get two back after a week, plus the degrees of success. If you fail with two or three degrees, they take extra damage. You actually make them worse. Wow. Four or more degrees for failure, and it's really bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Does the degrees of success don't help you when you're making that first April? Because it doesn't say so on my screen. It says it you make, work. no, it, it doesn't, but you make one test, and it applies to everybody. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. That seems... Uh, and there's no, there's no penalty for extra people with the first aid roll. You just make one test and it removes damage from everybody that you treat. Oh, okay. Well, so you yeah. just treat everyone at once? Or yeah. Or do you treat people at different times? Then you do it later. It doesn't really matter. I kind of yeah. like, like rolling separately anyway, so it's not like so swingy. Yeah. Uh, if you want to change it, really high variance. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So if you're heavily injured, you're, you're waiting a week to get better. So, so you're heavily injured and, and you only, get two, and you only get two back. So you, you get two it. plus degrees of success back. Oh, okay. Is there any way to like? Oh, you could get like if you had like a super good healer or something. But yeah, you that could, just seems like it just takes forever if that's the only option is to wait. Um. Yeah, there's no, like, there's, no the there's no health potion to drink that makes you all. Better. Oh, you can choose to treat. A bunch of people with one roll, but you don't have to. You can treat them all separate. Oh. Okay. What was that tank they put Luke Skywalker in or whatever? Bacta. Yeah. It was a Bacta tank. Is it Bacta tanks? I guess not. Man. God, being heavily injured sucks. Yeah, it does. Well, it's like my dwarf <laughs> in that original campaign broke his leg and was a gimp for like ten <laughs> sessions. Sucks. You're talking my camp- original campaign. Oh wait, he, was that my campaign? Yeah, or? it was your campaign. He broke his leg on a failed flying kick and had a broken leg. And <laughs> I do sucked. not remember that. <laughs> God, the campaign was so long ago. I remember very little. Right, Although so I remember you had a, like a phobia. So do you guys, do you guys want to wait a week? Uh, he would get back to no. I wait a week for him to get back. At most, four wounds, which would still, you'd still be heavily injured. Well, you still get back your one point every day, right? I don't. Well, it says so. Uh, it doesn't say anything on there about normal healing. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, normal healing is one wound per day, toughness bonus per day, if resting. Oh, toughness bonus per day. Oh. Place day with weak if heavily injured. Yeah. So one wound. So if you're heavily injured, it's one wound per week, and that would toughness be toughness bonus per week if resting. And that would be doubled if you have if you succeed. And if you succeed with the test, that's in addition. So that's no, it's du- it was doubled baseline plus one for each. You have to be like half your toughness. So if we wait a week, what's your toughness bonus? Five, four, four. So if we wait a week, you could potentially get as many as ten back 
after a week, if he makes his test really well. Uh, I feel pretty good. Uh, I feel good. Jazz heavily injured as well. Simon's not going to charge me any more achievement points if we wait a week, are we? A week? No. It, it months is uh, he, he, he's, he, it's something he doesn't like. Though. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, wait. we'll wait a week. Right. Waiting a week probably like lets us pick some abilities too, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm advancing. Yeah, I'm up in some skills. Oh, yeah. I'm going to advance my willpower. Alright, go, go ahead. You wait a week, so go ahead and you make a, make a, make a, make a, back. What's Trade Void Bearer do? Or is it based on intelligence? Um, how do you, it's like a knowledge skill, right? Oh, is it? Okay, then it probably is int, then. I don't know anything about the day-to-day At the top of your, at the top of here, are your statistics. I'm going to guess These are your, um, so this is how much it costs to raise it the first time, the second time, the third time, etc. All of the stats are listed here. Uh, the first time you raise it, you change the bottom number on your character sheet, increase it by five, and mark off the first checkbox. Okay. And then I also have been crossing off them off in here, but you don't have to do Is it just advanced by one? It advances by five. By five. Okay. It advances so by five every time you raise it. Is some yeah. ship had a guy by Medicaid? And we have, like... So we got... We can advance one thing. Three this board. You have 500. So, so no, because the cheapest ones only cost 100. Yeah. So you could advance... No, you could advance all three of these ones and still have two others left over. Or you could advance two of those, or you could advance one of the really And you can advance them multiple times, too. So you could advance the same stat up to twice, because that would cost you 350 if it was a cheap one. Luckily, intelligence is somehow super cheap. Well, they try to make the stats that you are... Oh, the stat, the yeah, cheap, right. The cheaper ones. So it's, it's like difficult for me to advance like my weapon skill because I have no idea how to shoot a gun. It, basically, it makes it hard to play a gunslinging astropath. So what's, what's your intelligence? It's about to be fifty-three. Okay, so you've got the best chance for Medicaid of anybody on the ship. So yeah. Okay. I'm about to be. And I will actually make a command test and attempt to give you plus ten because I remember to do that this time. And I fail. What's what is that ability? That's my rogue trainer special ability. Out of combat, I can make a command test and give you plus ten to any other skill test that you might be doing. Okay, so we each have five hundred yeah. points to spend. What skill you test? Choose where you any want skill to test that I want. So you can, yeah. So you just just. Yeah, you're just uh, if it, I make the command, yeah, if you spend test, it on this stuff. I roll the you know, yeah, first time you spend it, you kind of cross it off and go to the next one. And if you and spend my it command on this stuff, you cross it off and spend that together. Yeah, can I actually get an ability that does something? And you can pick anything from here and anything from here. You can't go down to there until later. Uh, it won't be in here that book. That's yeah. uh, Jeff has the real book. What what abilities you're looking are you looking at? I can probably I tell you what most of them do. Like does some damage or... Uh, no. Makes you won't, my guys more fearsome or... You won't find any of that out here. You can, literacy will let you read and write. Uh, dodge, you, you definitely want. You should definitely consider taking that. That's 200 XP. That lets you dodge. Dodge is MVP. Really good. Well, <laughs> it doubles your chances of dodging. Uh, right. Uh, you already took Psychic Technique times two. You already bought both of your powers, I assume? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you can't take that. Secret Tongue Road Trader, like, there's a language that I'm going to have on my ship that only we will be, ever be able to learn if you so we can communicate with that each other the second thing I took over Vox without anybody else being able to understand this. You might want to pick that up at some point, but you don't really need it now. Uh, Forbidden Lore Warp is 
Not great, but not bad. I have it. Uh, uh, Ciphers, Astropath, Common Lord, Ministratum. Those are pretty flavor, but blah. So oh, I haven't actually gained a rank, so I can't take anything rank two or nope. whatever. Nope. Right. So you can only take yeah, these. Like rank one or your skills until you get two. All right. I think I should probably just spend the rest on another intelligence. System. So you should probably take dodge, actually. Yeah, I would recommend dodge. It's just useful. And like, but if I'm never in direct combat anyway, like, That's is true, it just taking the intelligence boost better now because it makes me a better like. Well, you're a better healer, which would be helpful. Right. Sure it's your it's your choice. Because yeah. I'm I'm like. Like, if, you're like, if you guys are like, hey, I'm going on the ship, I'm going to be like, well, I'll see you later then. I mean, like, I had, like, actually nothing to combat. I well, know. no, you can still, like, wait for combat to start and start shooting people. And sometimes combat I don't see dodge. And you will eventually, yeah. eventually get psyker combat stuff. I'm not a combat guy at, at, at all, but, but I definitely want dodge. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, yeah, I just mean for, like, the right now, it just seems like intelligence. Dodge is right, too. For, for you, you. Oh. not for him. Everybody it's has different, different skills. Okay. All right. So, uh, so you spend. I spend like I spend a hundred points. I add five points. Yeah, and mark off the first dot under there. That's the number of times you can advance it. That indicates that indicates you've advanced it once. And then on the back of. Um, your sheet, you mark off the experience. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to advance my intelligence again. F that. Would you like to make a roll separately for the injured people, or do you want to do it all at once? Uh, oh, for the extended care, he has to do it uh, all at once, and he has a minus 10 penalty for every person pat on the first. Which right. is only one, right? Which is only one. Yeah, uh, there's but another person who could do it instead, but at a they're here at a 30, so it's probably still not worth so it. So he'd be at a 43. Yeah. Yeah. My intelligence is 58 now, so... So he's at a 48. So you have a 50-50 chance. But if you roll a 98, here. it could get out of here. So there's four degrees of failure is bad. Here, so you mark off uh, here what you've... Right. How much unspent so you have. Like right now you have 650 unspent, so whatever you just spent, you have to crack that off and put the rest there. Right. Okay, so... So how much did you just spend? <laughs> I just spent... 200 so far. Okay, well, you want to spend more? You got 650. Yeah. So, yeah, figure it out, but I was just, that's where it goes. Once you I have 750, so after spending 450, I have... 3. I can take Dodge, too, actually. Yeah, you didn't take your... Spend. You didn't spend your initial 500? Oh, no, I did Wait... No, it said I had... You must have spent at least... He started with 250. Yeah, he right. He started with plus 300. Oh, okay. And then 200. So I had, fi- I had 550 to spend. But he spent some of it on his astropath abilities and stuff, right? No. He started with two astropath oh, abilities. Oh, okay. Okay. They're, they're on that top list of stuff he started with. How much is uh, Dodge 2? I don't have enough to for Dodge 2. Right. I have... Uh, Wait, so I started with two... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a little confused. So I started with 250. I didn't use any of that? You started with 250, and then you got a total of 500 more. Right. right. So you should have 750 to spend. Okay, and I shouldn't have spent anything as of yet. I don't think so. Okay. Unless you bought Unless some of the skills, but I don't think you did. Unless you bought something before the first Do you have any? Do you have any skills that are not listed either in here or in your background? 
Um, I mean, I have the the techniques, the short range telepathy, and the yeah. So that you just start with those. Okay. So so that's no. how much you're paying for each advance. So I can either so every time you buy a characteristic advance, it's mm-hmm. giving you five in it. So the first time you buy weapon skill, it's two fifty. And so that yeah, gives you so plus five, and the second time will so give you another plus five for five hundred, and that applies to all. I could skip the willpower bonus. And, and there's a little box under it for you can advance each one up to four times. So every time you advance it, you mark off a little box. So for instance, I've advanced in intelligence and toughness once. And that's how I mark it off. Okay. To remind you, you no, I'll just take dodge. I'll take dodge yeah. and have a hundred left over. So I actually do get both. You could take literacy. Yeah, literacy I, took, right I took literacy right away. Well, it lets you read and write. It's good time. Okay. Seems useful. Yeah, I like reading and writing. All right, so I'll take literacy, <laughs> literacy and dodge. So literacy yeah, is an advanced skill. No. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it is. I guess you can roll against literacy. And where should I put dodge? Uh, it, is, it is no. You just and then the up, change the up under the basic ones where dodge is. Uh, you change it under current. Okay. Just put the total there. Yeah, yeah, just put the new total uh, there. Like I have three so different fillers. That's because I'm wearing that square right there. So you were at half your skill. Now you take it. You're up zero. Okay. So you were rolling at half a thirty-seven. Now you're rolling on a thirty-seven. Where do you put the letters? Uh, down here. Under advanced uh, skills. Yeah, under advanced skills. I need armor that doesn't skills. give me minus ten agility. Okay, and I have. Should I just? I have zero left over. Yeah, armor that doesn't give minus ten agility. Um, so I, well, the way I wanted to do that cool is just going and getting filled out that whole thing. Was my right, you'll get you'll up and down and up and down. It's like the, the one thing that anybody in the party the has that's but you, more, you more expensive are. than average. Okay. Well, it's the shot. Yeah, it doesn't really matter which way. It's not great armor. It's only three armor points. I'm wearing three armor points. It's giving me minus 10 agility. Yeah. threw up the paper. Oh, yeah. That's why I've left him with space. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll just keep doing it until like zero out or something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, zero off most times. So it'd be I have, Well, you zero out unless you spend 50. I am. It's uh, hard to spend 50. I think I'm actually zeroed out now. 1, 2, 4, 50. Yeah, I don't know how you would. I don't know how you would. 50. Yeah, I'm, I'm zeroed out. Yeah, you can spend 250. You can spend 250. Right. But if you have less than 250, you can't spend the last 50. Alright, that's true. So should I make my new super smart, intelligent. Uh, he Medicaid roll. Yes. roll. Go for it, man. So I have to roll once for everyone? Uh, yeah, once for both of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think you that it. is, yeah, 45. Is there a penalty? For this? There's a penalty for the second. It might be 10 because there's two people. Still, still succeeds. Yes, with no degrees. So you guys no get back double your toughest bonus. Okay. So okay. 10 for Jab. Jab gets 10 back. Is there some yeah, like kind of thing for multiple degrees? Yeah, he's not your average man. They, they get an no, extra wound back for every. Yeah, he's got fourteen. Everyone else has got. And if you fail so by twenty or more, point. then they and can then actually nobody, take damage. He's probably not worth spending a fate point on. Um, no, I would keep it. Definitely. I mean, the success was the important part. Just the success. Whenever we roll, I don't fail. And you start taking positive levels of critical damage. But those aren't actually wounds. So this is a. Kind of a kind of an interesting point. You never actually go into the negatives in this game. When you take you, you go to zero, and then if you would would have been at negative two, you it's called taking two like critical damage. Right. But when you're healing, you're always healing from zero. You're never healing from like a negative number. Oh, I see. So the worst that can happen is being healed from zero. No, it from says zero. Hit, yeah. critical damage is healed first. 
It does? Yeah. So you and have to heal the critical damage yeah, as well? Yeah. Well, okay. Alright, I take it back then. Uh, I, I haven't read, I didn't, I'm only it reading says, the abbreviated. It says under so. Medicaid that critical damage is healed first. Okay, well, I take it back then. I didn't read that part because it wasn't relevant. So how much did Jed get back then? Uh, he was at negative two, so he got ten back, so that would, so. He's at eight. He was at eight. Level 14. Okay. Alright, that's good enough. Alright. We, uh, we head over. We have, so we have the six of us, Plus, and you can bring 11, so it's five more people. How often can you use Medicaid? Is it just like you have to be... Every time you take damage again, you can use it. So, oh, okay. Plus all the maggots, uh, plus... But you, like, if you, once you heal, like, you're kind of like at a cutoff. You can't heal past that. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, say you were at five, and you healed to six. Is there a shuttle pilot in my crew that I recruited? Anybody that knows how to fly this thing, the shuttle is one. In your crew? Oh, of those... Of those, that was like um, hmm. it was you from, recruited from his ship. No, that I recruited from Prax, Pax, whatever that place. Was. Oh no, those were just run of the mill like I, with no skill. I ask Simon if we can borrow a shuttle pilot. I promise you won't have to leave the shuttle when we go to the other ship. Um, borrow a shuttle pilot for the co-pilot. Yeah, for the co-pilot and to stay on board the ship when we leave it, and just in case. I was planning on staying on board. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. You're coming with us. We need uh, all hands yes, for this exploration uh, party. <laughs> all right. Uh, That's why I'm asking about the pilot. Charm plus forty. He's, he's got two pilots. Okay, uh, I make it. All right. Uh, yeah, he'll loan you a. Uh, he'll loan you. A Charm test minus ten against me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a command test. Okay, so you guys pile into um, the sparrow. I think you guys named that. Yeah. There uh, it is. Uh, and so you guys are flying towards the Hulk, mm-hmm. correct? Um, What's it called? The sword of the sword of Drusus. This is um, our chronicler. Um, yeah, the chronicle for tonight is massively long. Uh, <laughs> it's only two seconds. Okay, so the so as you as you uh, I love looking up the healing rules, looking up the astropath rules. Yeah. So as you can, we edit this shit out. Uh, we anything's possible. Um, okay, so you you fly the ship, and as you start to approach the Hulk. Um, there's kind of a debris field around this thing, and it's a little bit tricky to to get through. So make a pilot test. Um, is this a flyer or a spacecraft? It's, it's, it's a flyer. A flyer, right? It's in space. Yeah, plus ten for me. Let me think about that. What is a flyer? Just like no, a jet plane? A, no, flyer a, flyer, like a flyer is like an airplane that requires um, atmosphere and like lift from the wings to keep it afloat. A spacecraft works more like a jet craft. So this Let is me see the book. Oh, it actually says spacecraft. Yeah, okay. there you go. Then, a, so this can't fly in an atmosphere? It can. It can. So spacecraft it, are awesome because they can do both. Does it turn into a flyer when it's in an atmosphere? Uh, no, it doesn't have wings. It, it, it uses jet propulsion. So. Oh, okay. Right. It uses like slightly different rules. Well, I'll make my roll. Okay, I crush it. Okay. Um, all right. How many degrees of success? It's actually doesn't uh, matter. Two degrees of success. Did you count my plus ten? Yes. Okay. Cool. So I didn't really crush it. Okay. You have no trouble. You can navigate anywhere around the Hulk, and that gives you a, a 
completely unobstructed view of kind of what you're looking at. And oh, okay. What you see is that the the sort of uh, Drusus has been uh, kind of encapsulated by a bunch of other metallic junk, and the front of it is sticking out. Um, but as you're able to kind of fly around and maneuver nimbly between the different um, pieces of debris, you can kind of see the extents of the sh- kind of where the ship ends, where the hulk begins. I don't understand. Um, can you elaborate what you mean by like metallic junk? Uh, like broken up ships, other you know ships. That oh, and that's old, what kind of um, composes of yeah, the like hunks of asteroids and okay, um, so we need to giant rocks. Uh, and they're just kind of it's just maybe kind of an old space station that got destroyed like so thousands have, of years ago. So we have to like uh, kind of like cut it free or something. Yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get it free. But the thing is, the, the space hulk isn't held together like it's not like welded together. It's just held together by its own gravity, basically. Yeah. So it's not like it's gonna take a ton of effort to separate it. Um, but what I will do is give you guys a handout, which is what the sort of Drusus really looks like. So that kind of shows you the details of it. And keep in mind that the back half of it, that's like this, is embedded in a bunch of crap, and it's like this is sticking out in the front. So this is top down, and this is side view? Right. That's the top, that's the side. Where's the uh, docking bay? Um, the This thing underneath is a cargo bay. Can we scan for lifeforms? Uh, the scanner is on the the freighter that you just left. We don't have a scanner on our flyer. You have. Can we, we can visually scan for yes, life forms. Absolutely. We do that. Um, our type. This is like the ship you fight. Do I have any way of like sensing life? I mean, there's like some you know controls on your ship like. There's maybe the equivalent of radar on your ship, but it's not going to tell you like anything about what's inside of there. Um, but, uh, you know, there's controls that tell you like what altitude like, if you were like in an atmosphere that. Um, are there like where port- you could get a reading like that? Are there like portals or portholes or whatever? Yeah, so it was not wouldn't be drawn on there, but there are uh, you know viewing portals all over a ship so that you can see out. They're like little tiny glass, you know. Um, can we check for movement inside? Uh, yeah, I mean, you'd have to fly right up next to it. Um, we will do that. Okay. Um, sure, go ahead and make a, go ahead and make a second test as you fly, as you want to try to fly right up next to it without touching it. See how, close you can, see how close you can get. Yes. All right, I make it with a degree. All right. Draco's, like, over your shoulder. <laughs> oh, push that button. Um, oh, so you, so you made any... Don't push stuff? the eject button? Yeah, one degree. Okay, uh, you're able to get pretty close. Uh, so you look through uh, this sort of port uh, holes at random, uh, and it looks completely dead inside. Uh, there are... Um, the only light you see is given off by your ship, and you see kind of hallways or... You know, maybe crew quarters, depending on which viewing portal you're passing. And there's just nothing inside. Now we're in that the looks, plot. It looks abandoned. We're in the plot of uh, If I wanted to now. bring Water. the internal sensors of this ship online, what would I have to do, Zedar? Uh, we'd have to get to whatever area of the ship we have to get to. The bridge? 
Well, the internal. knows. <laughs> the, yeah, know. exactly. The, the internal. What, what are you trying to turn on? I want to turn on the internal sensors. So oh, of could, that chip. Of that chip, so, so that I can. So it can scan. So it could scan itself and tell us, tell me what I'm dealing with. Oh well, a ship doesn't. A ship scanners are like mounted on the exterior for scanning, you know, large celestial bodies and other ships. I'm um, sure it has scanners to monitor damage, keep track of life. There's signs. like motion sensors on the ship that that would that would work. That would work. Um, ships often have you know cameras for particular places, and you can pull it up on your on a, on a particular. That would work too. If you want yeah, can to, we can we like hack them? The, but well, you have to be inside, obviously. To I understand. I, I just want to know where we would have to go in the ship in order to get that. Well, they all have on. to be working, um, and the you know all of that stuff is wired to the bridge. Uh, although there are uh, usually um, you know boards mounted at you know key locations, like in a in a hallway next to an elevator or a stairway, would often be mounted on the wall. Something that you could you know flip on, type in your access code, and flip it to a camera or a motion or a motion sensor readout to tell you. Okay. So they'd be all over the ship in like key passageways, but the bridge has like everything. Is the power of the ship tied to the warp drive that is broken? Uh, no, the warp drive, uh, or I'm not sure it's called a warp engine. If it was called a warp engine, that'd be completely misleading. It's not an engine; it sucks power. It doesn't create power. Um, so uh, the way ships in 40k work is there is a uh, a a fission engine which powers a fusion engine. So the so the radioactive fusion is. What the main power for a ship it powers its engines, um, it powers its warp drive, it powers all of the you know all of the life support. Everything the ship does is powered by the fusion engine. Uh, fusion has to run really really hot. So there's a fission engine, which is sort of the more dangerous radioactive engine, which supplies the power to that to get it started. Um, and then the whole and the ship also has a backup power which runs on promethium, which is the 40k equivalent of sort of jet fuel, it's like gasoline, basically. Um, which can power, like, kind of the low-level stuff, like you can get some life support, some grav plating, like the Vox system can come on with just the... The uh, motion pro- detectors. Just the, yeah, just the, with just the Promethean engine. Can we access the so computer So that should remotely? be our first target, is the Promethean engine. Sorry? Can we access the computer remotely? Or can ships, computers be accessed remotely? No, there's no Wi-Fi all. in 40K. So... Um, so You've done some research on this ship. Where do you think we can find the Prometheum engine? Um, right wherever it is. Uh, somewhere central to the ship, probably, would be all of the engines. Uh, central, maybe central rear. Right, right, and in heavily invested territory. Well, we got the we got the message from the alien guy that life support on the ship is working, right? No. Oh, we got the message that it was not. We got no no clear message about the life support on the ship. Okay, because if the life support's working, then the engine is already on. Yeah, I'm assuming that it's not. Well, when you scan the ship, it 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 read, um, you know, basically dead. Yeah, Uh-oh. I'm assuming that it's not working. Um, Which means we're going to yeah. be exploring in void suits. Yeah, are we gonna? Have to, so we're gonna have to dock. So there's no gravity or anything. On? No, there's no gravity. No. How's that gonna? work with combat. <laughs> it's uh, going to suck. It sucks. <laughs> Gravity, it's, uh, it sounds like it would be awesome to like be floating, but no, no. it sucks. You're like pretty vulnerable. Right? Yeah, you're very yeah. vulnerable. It's hard to move around. Yeah, have like terrible bad. percentages to dodge. You just uh, can't dodge, really. I don't think there's any penalties to dodging. I guess you've got to contort your body out of the way. 
Uh, but you have to push off of something. You move at like half your speed. Uh, there's there's some rules for it. I remember, guys. The enemy's gate is down. This is going to be our ship. So try not to mess it up too badly when we're fighting on it. <laughs> All right, I'll switch to the audience. <laughs> well, please. <laughs> turns out I can't even use a hand cannon. Weapons training basic is not the same as weapons training pistol. No, you actually get to use rifles, basic, which are usually basic better. Basic rifles. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish I had that instead. Is that less than universal, or is that better than universal? Uh, no, the universal basic universal, universal were, pistol. Right. Yeah, and they're different. When you see the word basic, think rifle. That's a, the word so, basic is very misleading. It turns out ZDAR doesn't have What about universal versus pistol? primitive? What's that? I have universal melee good. weapon training, but there's also primitive melee weapon training. E- universal like Universal covers that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it does. Alright, so we're going to navigate to the docking area of the ship. Okay, so the... Wait, I'm satisfied the whole thing is not completely infested. Is any one of us void-born? Yes. yes. You get to ignore all the penalties for being in zero to Alright. Yeah. Oh, nice. Very nice. I'll take it. Okay. Are you void-born, right? Yes. Alright. Um, so the way it works is that if you want to kind of land or, or, or dock might be the wrong word, but if you want to... Um, land on part of the ship that's uh, there's the part that's completely exposed, which is like the front third. Um, the the uh, the middle third is kind of partially exposed. You're gonna have to fly like through a debris field if you want to get into there. If you want to land on the back third, you're gonna have to basically fly into the Hulk, find like a passageway through, and land at the back. That would be rather difficult. How did the well the docking the, the docking, docking bay is in the middle third, so that's where we want to go. Well, how but that... it's not going to open. How are we going to get into it? Well, the ship came out of it, so we should be able to go into it, right? Um, the ship came out of the debris. Yeah, not you don't know where it came out of. Uh, it would be. Oh, did you it know, come when, you, when you when you when you if you. Well, we have visually scanned a well, that ship? significant portion of the yeah, exterior of the if ship. you want to see like, where you can... Well, is there a spot where it's obvious that they cut their way into the ship or something? No, it's not obvious. There's there's a couple of places that seem to lead into we, the ship. We could have just there's, asked them how they got On the, the ship. front of the ship, you'll notice, which is sticking I'm right out, are two torpedo tubes. Uh, the torpedoes are large. The torpedo tubes are large enough that you could fly your ship into it if you wanted to. Okay. Um, there is the... Cargo bay, um, obviously, that's underneath the ship. Um, there's kind of a, it's kind of hard to see, but up here on this sort of main turret area, there's a doorway. It's like a hatch there. That's made for a person to like exit. It's not made for a ship to land in. But there's an access point there. We could like land and in there. the rear of the ship. Um, you'd have, you know, who knows what's back there? You haven't really seen it quite well. All right, let's but go. Make some guesses, basically. Let's go for the top access hatch. I think I like that the best of all of our options. We can land on the ship and then access that hatch. Just spacewalk to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. If you wanna, you wanna land. Um, We're gonna get some rope and tie everyone together so we can float off into space. Yeah. If you wanna land right there. Boy, Brian, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you wanna land right at that center, it, it, it's gonna be a little bit tough. Or you could land like over here and walk across. I'm very confident by Yeah, let's try and land at the center. Okay, um, that is a piloting test with no um, uh, bonus repair. Alright, you get by, by plus 10. Okay, I crush it. Okay, you're able to maneuver through some debris, and uh, you're able to... In fact, I rolled a zero one on my assist roll. Four degrees of success. Uh, sure, I'll give you plus 10 to Five degrees assist of success. rolls on the flying. Okay. 
Um, You're the best yeah. backseat flyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't like your coach. Well, I have pilot spacecraft, so. Right. Co-pilot, what are you doing? <laughs> He's doing all the work. <laughs> it's like leading between the two of you. Um, Alright, so yeah, you, uh, you, you dock right there. Um, there is, there is a hatch, it's like an airlock hatch, it's made for one person to go in or out. So we have to, like, depressurize this ship. Right. It has its own, like, airlock. This ship has its own airlock. Oh, okay. So we all suit up in the airlock. We suit up in the airlock, and then we have to, like, float towards the hatch? No, we're we're actually, like, magnetically attached to the ship now. We've landed on it. Oh, okay. So we're going to walk out using magnetic boots on the ship and walk over the hatch. Also, start doing one of the grunts first, and then... Do you guys have magnetic boots? I think they're in the book. Hmm? Are they part of the void suit? Mm, is the hatch on the belly of the ship or on the uh, top of the ship? If they're if they're common, we have them. Uh, we have. They were. They, I'm sure they're, they're at the top. Yeah, we have them. Okay, there's some like rules for them. Like I think it's like you walk a little slow or something. So this hatch might not be able to be opened from the outside. We we should like be able to cut our way in. But that, do we want to? <laughs> well, we can send. We'll cut our way in somewhere. We, we might can, as well do it here. We could send yeah, one. We fly in the torpedo tube. I mean, the the torpedo, torpedo, into the I'm sure the torpedo, torpedo bays are closed. <laughs> we could send one guy in, and then... Can we try to, like... Well, let's it? go out and see what the situation is. I have a plan. I don't want to damage the ship. All right, who's going first? We could send one guy in, and then I could, like, just send him a uh, telepathic message and see if everything is okay. I mean, we could just send some grunts. Well, we don't know how to get in. Well, all right, all right, well, we'll start with getting the hatch open. Can we get this hatch open? Oh, who's going first? Uh, Who's exiting your ship first? Um, grunts. Always send the grunts. Uh, Jad yes. and Malrubius are taking point as yeah. always. Um, our military so there's, might. There's two other wounded um, maggots. The wounded are kind weak. The wounded are all healed. Yeah. Well, no, Jad's uh, not fully healed. So he's well, well, but, but, the, but the wounded grunts. The other two wound, grunts yeah. were lightly wounded. Just the randomly. They're healed after yeah. a week. Okay. So. Okay. So probably uh, me and Jab and two of those guys and then two of them wherever else, like behind in the rear or something. But. Okay, so six of you head out. Okay, uh, you get to the you get to the hatch. It's closed. There's a panel on the side that we would think you might enter in some sort of code that might open it. Uh, <coughs> and Zidar, where's that tech priest? Yeah. <laughs> That's all you. Wait, where did Zidar go? Is he hiding again? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, check the escape pod. <laughs> <laughs> There's always an escape pod. <laughs> All right, Explorer. So uh, you, vo- you you use your your box device to to tell back to the ship what you're seeing. Yep. All right. Got a control panel here. Hatch well, jammed. Figure it out. <laughs> All right, Zeta. This is a, this above is, my pay. This is you. <laughs> this is your uh, this is your department. Get out there and open up that hatch. Fine. Don't worry. We got guns. All right, so you, so you got your void suit on. Uh, you guys, are you, are you guys gonna like use rope to uh, connect to one another to like pull yourself along, or you're using these magnetic boots well, that, were, that magnets you're still looking up? That I'm looking at. Okay, uh, sure. So you uh, you get over there one way or another. Um, it seems pretty quickly apparent the thing is just depowered. Like it's not like this 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 access point is not going to do jack without any without any power to it. Um. Is there any uh, any other traditional way to unlock the hatch from the side? Uh, well, there's a latch 
that like opens it. That's a that, you know usually you would it would mechanically open, right? You could open that yourself, but it's like inside the door, so you'd have to basically cut part way into the door. It's kind of like a doorknob, right? If you if the if the doorknob doesn't turn, you'd have to like cut your way right. in and push the latch in. Oh, well, there's no way we're getting into this hatch without a cutting torch. All right. So where exactly are we on this diagram? Uh, you are right here, roughly. I should say right exactly. How hard? I mean, how much cutting would right. we have to do to get through with this door? Um, probably not all that much. I mean, just cut the hinges and. We do that. You uh, would judge it would take a few hours. We start working on it. Any viewports that we can just go take a look at and try to get any idea? If there's uh, the um, yeah, the door itself has a small viewing port in it. A small sort of glass uh, opening okay. in the door. Well, we'll uh, you know, you, you you peer through. You you hold your uh, your what's it called the glow your glow stick uh, up to it. Mm-hmm. It illuminates the inside. Uh, it looks like an empty passageway. Uh, there's it looks completely dead in there. They reduce movement and agility bonus by half. So combined with my flag jacket, my agility is now like five. Uh, those things are cumulative. So, oh, you're so black I take the worst of the two penalties. You take the worst of the penalties. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, two hours and a whole bunch of cutting goes by, and eventually you work your way through part of this doorway to and, and expose the latch. Uh, the latch is sort of jammed shut, but um, you know you start to maneuver it back and forth, and eventually <clears throat> you're able to uh, kind of break the mechanical motor that's attached to it, and the latch opens, and and uh, there's an airlock which is inside. It's about you know, four feet wide. I'm going to fix this once we uh, get the ship powered up. Uh, the There is another hatch on the other side. This one, though, is just sitting there open. Uh, suck, suck. Yeah. Zug, zug? What? Um, wow. You had me at suck, suck. It's my text message. Oh, is that a Warcraft reference? Um, I hope so. <laughs> or you're still in secret language. Um, okay, so that one's open. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you're in this empty chamber. Um, it's uh, And there's a stairway that leads up and down inside this kind of a small room. About the size of this room, there's a stairway at the back uh, that leads both up and down. Yeah, right there. All right, we're in. All right, you have to break anything. Well, you did break something, but could have been worse. Okay. Uh, all right, everybody, out of the ship. We're all going in, and we're leaving the, the shuttle pilot behind. Yep. To watch the ship. Okay. Um, all right. So we you all get suit up. All right. So yeah. So there's a stairway. Right? Leads both up and down. Uh, uh, up. Being which direction in terms of this? 
according to this, you know. This is to me this is the bottom of the ship. So how are we how is there a stairway going up if we just entered through the top? Uh there's a stairway that leads up. The door didn't, you know, reach all the way up to the ceiling of this area. So wait, so where exactly was the hatch? Can you point to it? I I'm, I'm confused. Uh, well, you can kind of walk in between these two things that are at an angle, right? So the hatch would be right there, right here. It probably just goes up to the gun. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, well, we're looking for the an, uh, engineering station, so we go down. We always take the path that takes us to the Prometheus engine. <laughs> okay, so you're going to just gonna go downstairs? Yeah. All right, so marching order. Me and Jad up front, two more maggots. Uh, then Should I get to the back? Sure. <clears throat> and then, like, the bulk of you in the middle? Yeah. Okay, weapons hot. We're going uh, slow, nice and easy. Yes. Checking our corners. Well, we're go- our mag boots make us go very slow anyway. Looking um, for any signs of habitation. What was I doing with this hand cannon? I don't know how to use it. Just toss it this way. Um. Alright. Um. Assume. Do we. Like I assume that we get to pressure, we pass pressure hatches periodically. You do press pressure hatch. Well, now that you're going downstairs, I was about to get to that. You do pass a pressure hatch. Okay, let's uh, close it behind us. Okay, you open the pressure hatch, and uh, there's no like rush of air. It was it was um, a vacuum on the other side as well. Uh, so you get inside, you want to close it behind you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you continue down the stairs. Where does that lead you? To there. Um. Okay, it leads you into a room that's, once again, about this size. It has doors on the left and the right side. Stairs lead you down the middle. Um, it's really... Uh, there's, like, a there's a control panel on, this, on the wall here. Uh, this seems to be sort of a, you know, crossroads area of the ship. See if you can figure out where we are based on the control panel. Like, if there's a, uh, you know, if it's got a number on it or something like that, we can start to figure out where we are. Presumably, the intersections in the ship are numbered. For reference, if the numbers are like painted on the bulkheads, sure. Yeah, is there any like identifying paths? Well, there probably there's probably one on there's probably one on like marked the control panel's probably marked with the intersection number. Not if it was you know a digital readout that showed you that. I suppose it's possible. Hmm. Uh, you're asking if there's a number on the hat on the. On the control on the panel. Control panel. Yeah. Uh, no, no, there's no number written on there. Whatever. We always take the path that takes us closer to the Prometheus engine. All right. So here you can um, continue going down these stairs, or you could take one of those uh, exits and be on the top deck. What What is What is this room again? It's just a kind of a cross passage. And how many passages lead out of here? There's one on the left, one on the right, and you can go up or down these stairs. How? Let's all split up and go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's what split up, up, gang. What, what is the, uh, uh, how wide are the corridors? Faster. Oh, I don't know. Six feet wide. They're six feet wide. Uh, this doesn't feel like engineering to me. We'll keep going down. Um, well, you're not, you're just in a room. You're not in a passage. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, how long? How large is the ship? How far? How far down did we go before we got to this? Mm-hmm. Not terribly far. How many? 10, 10, 15 I start. Feet. I start counting the steps. Yeah, like ten, fifteen feet. Okay. 
How many a floor? How many feet across is the ship from Bowser? Uh, the ship as a whole is about the size of like an aircraft carrier. Um, so you know, it's like, all right, we will eventually get there. Thank you. That's very reassuring. So it's large. Uh, you know. Walking across the top would take, you know, from just if you just wanted to walk from like here to here, that would take you, you know, several minutes, like five to ten minutes of walking. All right, we continue going down. So planning engineering is not going to be a days long process. No, 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 no. I mean, assuming you walk right there, you would think it would take you like in a normal ship. That's like a ten or fifteen minute walk if you know right. exactly where to go and, and nothing disturbs you. So we are we're heading off. So when you say left or right, you're you're referring to the short axis of the ship, right? Okay. Yeah, we keep going down. Okay, uh, there is another airlock. Um, another pressure hatch. Yeah, another pressure hatch um, that you pass through. This one's closed, uh, and uh, the you know mechanical device to open it doesn't work. So it's going to be another you know half hour, hour of cutting to get this thing open. There's at, no manual. at this point, I suggest we just go around. That surprises me. There's no manual release on the pressure hatch. Um, with the, uh, you know, with the power off, usually that yeah, kind of thing like would you'd... revert to a manual release. Yeah, I think, I think on the internal ones that would make sense. So yeah, there's a there's a manual uh, there's a manual release. It it requires like a lot of effort, a lot more than you would expect. Uh, but instead of taking you half an hour, it just takes five minutes of heaving and hoeing to, to pull that thing open. Okay. Um, and when you when you do, the hatch flies open, and uh, everybody can make an agility no oh, sorry a strength test as the air. Pushes you. Uh, Is there any penalty for being in the gear of you? Um, now this is just a strength that you try to hang on to something, grab something next to you. You're bored, born in I yeah, I just like okay. born. I don't have to even do it. I will fate point that. Eleven. Yeah, yeah I make I it. Miraculously make uh, it. I have to spend a fate point. All right, you travel with someone next to you. Who's <laughs> trying to roll <laughs> under your strength. So 77 for you would be <laughs> four degrees of failure. Okay, I, I passed. Three of the maggots passed. Jab and one? the other ones fails. Okay. Jab. Good. <laughs> he's injured. He's weak. Yeah. He's hurt. He's got the best strength of, of that group. Um, okay, so if you fail, you are slammed against the, you know, you're, you're swooshed up. You hit the wall corridor, some, you know, pipe that's sticking out. Um... Did anyone, did anyone, um, it doesn't really matter how much you failed by, I guess. You either made it or you didn't. Um, alright, you take a strength three hit. So that's three plus a d10 minus your toughness and armor. Can this hit Righteous Fury you? No. Three plus a d10 minus... I take nothing. I shrug it off. You take 12. Uh, Although it is a minus eight. I don't know what that means. I somehow passed with my 24 strength. Yeah, I passed with my... Okay, so Jeff... Okay, so... I actually strength is actually pretty good. So you roll 3? Randomly. Yeah. All right, nice. So you grab onto something as the air slams a few other people against the nearby wall. That's not enough to stop it. No, I failed that. This is the other one. This is the damage one. Okay, that's just a single D10, and then you add 3. So just roll one dice. Oh, okay, that that one. Just roll a dice. Just re-roll it. Just re-roll it. Roll yeah. a single die. 
and add three. Okay, six. so you take six minus your toughness. Minus your toughness and your armor. I'm not sure if you have any armor, so I think it's supposed to be minus the ten. It says I have armor contempt. <laughs> armor of contempt. That doesn't help you um, against a bulkhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might hate it. Sure the bulkhead. <laughs> so your toughness bonus is three, so you're going to take three. Right, so, so you lose three to your wound score. So your wounds are over here. You had you had started with seven, now you have four left. Ouch. Yeah, well, Jed just is Maybe your friendly neighborhood oh. astropath can, can help you with that at some point. Um, all right, and here's the more interesting part of this. Uh, who made their test and was in the front? All right. Uh, a... Uh, a uh, creature comes flying through along with the air that was thrown out of there. And uh, uh, make an awareness test. That's perception. So, uh, one degree of success. Okay. This creature looks like a gene stealer, except it's curled into a ball. Like, it, it, it almost doesn't really look much like a normal, like the gene stealers you were fighting earlier, because it's just so curled up. It's almost round. Uh, but it hits you square in the chest, and, uh, and it's starting to unfurl, uh, as it's, as you've kind of, like, stopped its momentum. Uh, and it, uh... Zeno! Oh, you get to make an agility test. Using half your agility... Half the agility? Yeah. Two degrees of failure. Okay, it is able to grab onto you as it unfurls itself. Um, okay, and we can go into initiative. So you roll a d10 and add the 10th digit of your agility. Which is half. Unless you're voidborn. Unless you're voidborn. Are you using the boots? If you're using the boots, it's still half. But you wouldn't be using the yeah, boots if you're voidborn, right? Because you've spent your whole life bouncing down quarters like this. Yeah, it's, We're like, it's your choice. I'm not sure these mag boots are helping you like drastically. We'll just, but it's up to you. Can we just you use them? Can't, can't they be turned on and off? We just don't understand when we need them. Uh, yeah, you can you turn on and off. But if you're wearing them, they're like have a lot of you know inertia. So you have to take them off. Okay, I'm wearing mine. Click your heels. ZOG is not very much fun for me. Yeah, so you just click it. Right, but if they're but if they're but they're still gonna be big and you know awkward. Even I mean, if they're for like com- for like combat initiative rolling and stuff. Can we kind of go slow? Because sure, right, has like no idea what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, so you roll an initiative. So that that's the first thing we do in combat. It's a you roll a d10 and add the 10th digit of your agility. That's called your agility bonus. Divided add the two. ten digits. Why is it so what's your agility? If you're wearing the it's thirty-five, so right. three. So it's three. So it's a, so it's if you're D10, not wearing the so boots, you're taking plus, the, the, you get? Plus three. the zero G penalties, okay. which I think also yeah. divide your agility by two. But I can look it up. So voidborns just so that's ten. Ten. Magnets. So what do we do? They're with not. That number? Yeah. Well, not inside the ship. Yeah, yeah, I would wear them, then I take them off once we were like. Yeah. Outside the ship, I can see you wouldn't want to like float away into deep space never to return. Yeah. Inside the ship, I'm not sure mag boots are really that useful. Right. Uh, then I'd just take them off. I think anybody would want to take them off. Well, well, let's see what the zero G penalties are. <coughs> Unless Tim, do you have them on your? Uh, um, you know, <coughs> I will look. I don't see it here. Uh, Basically, I think the point. Oh, here we go. Wait. Of that is zero. I have it right here. He compares uh, what he rolled, and then whoever rolled, you know, had the better number has the higher agility. Right. So you guys are trying to beat 
Zero gravity is difficult to rain. Just trying to beat a 17. That's probably impossible for all of us. <laughs> yeah, that might be impossible. None of us can beat Oh, actually, hold on. It's only a 15 you're trying to beat. I uh, How can anybody... That is... 15? Well, if somebody has some crazy agility... If you had an agility... You'd have to have an agility... Yeah, there's also ways to like temporarily increase your agility, like uh, using. Wait, like doesn't point. paranoid increase your initiative? Uh, yeah, no, I think it does. You can, yeah, you can, if you set a fake point, you get a ten on your initiative roll after you roll it. If you want to change your roll to a ten, not a terribly great use of a fake point, but it's an option. You know, I think it does actually. Doesn't paranoid give me like plus one or something? I should look that up. Just what? You gonna beat a fifteen? Uh. Not unless it gives me a plus four. Alright, well, uh... So, you know, you're probably right. We probably wouldn't be wearing the mag boots. Um, and we all lose. It spends, it spends the round, like, unfurling itself completely. Uh, we're... On to, so, did anybody get a number higher than ten? Uh, yeah, wait, do I get the, bo- I do I get the bonus? Or do I get the... You get your full bonus if you're not wearing my boots. Uh, I got Even ten. if you're not fully wearing. James got a 10. A 10. Okay, anyone higher than 10? I got 11. I have... I guess we're not wearing... I have a 12. Plus if I get anything for paranoid. Alright, 12. Go for it. Oh, we're uh, not, so we're not having our agility? No, we're not having our agility. Oh, I got 13. So, so nerves of steel effect in this? Okay. Um, oh, no, never mind. It doesn't. Uh, I don't know what it is. There's a steel helps you. All right, someone's trying to pick you. Right. Okay. What do you want to do? Uh, so I decided I get plus two. Out. I get plus two for paranoid. I'll write that down. I have a quick uh, draw. So can I draw my knife and try to just shank this thing? Uh, you you could. No, you could also just. What, so what's you your final total? Oh, I can shoot it. Okay. You can shoot, you I actually have fourteen. You use your weapon. Believe it or not. What? I have thirteen. All right. So I actually oh, still beat right. you. Paranoid oh. gives you plus two initiative. Oh, all right. So uh. So, I, if I had rolled a 10, I would have tied it. Wow. Nice. <laughs> um, all right. I will... Don't you have a chainsaw or some whip-ass weapon? I do have a chainsaw. I think it's a little too close. Or, I don't know. What do you mean too close? That's exactly what a chainsaw is for. That's what a chainsaw is for. And it'll do yeah. tons more damage than you. All right. I tell you, um, I tell you, quick, swing at it before it, uh, before it unfurls. I'll give you plus 10 on your um, weapon skill attack roll. And what are you doing with And your... I will pull out my hand cannon and fire it, I guess. Uh, okay. You could hit over this. Hmm. It's so only a 10% chance. I don't necessarily want to attack myself with it. So the... Actually, it's only a 5% chance because it's, it was, if you roll within the 10, it's random yeah. between them. I'll pull out my hand cannon and fire it in all rubies. At the cheese dealer. It grabbed you, meaning like it was going to kind of fly by you because it was getting pushed past you. So it was able to kind of grab you so that you're next to each other you're in, and you're in melee combat. If you if it had if it had uh, if you had dodged out of the way, it would have like flown past you and maybe hit the next person behind you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Was that not clear? It was basically trying to stabilize itself gotcha. as it was flying through right. the air. Well, this will be the tenth. Is that blast of air still going on? No, it's just just take a just for a couple seconds. I missed by exactly twenty, so I think that's just a miss. That's just a miss. Okay. 
Um, okay, so how do I ch- I have quick draw. Can I change from my lasgun to my chainsword and still attack? Uh, you can, but you'd have to let go of the lasgun rather than like and it would float off. Stow it. So it would well, no, it would just stay next to you. Yeah, it would float, float next to you. Unless somebody were to say hit it as they were flailing around, and then it might start drifting away. You get plus ten. Plus ten to weapon Plus ten to your weapon skill. You can aim and fire apparently. Okay, so uh, two degrees of success. Okay, I'm going with a chainsword. Are you using the multi attack then? Oh, I'm right. doing chainsword. So no, it's, it does I not dodge. Uh, All right, it does not dodge. You can roll damage. So that's two plus two. Does it, are there penalties to dodge in zero G? Plus your strength bonus. No, there's not. Strength bonus is four, so eight. Does chainsword have uh, the same roll damage twice? Eight. Yeah, you can roll the damage twice, right? And oh, and that's tearing, right. So roll the damage again. See which one's... Okay, so... No, 11. 11, and does 11. the... Does the two degrees of success help in the chain? No. Uh, no, degrees of success aren't very useful on your damage roll. On your, yeah. Or on your attack roll. Yeah, that's right. For melee combat. Yeah. For melee combat. Okay, uh, so... You were on, what, 13? 13. Right. Anyone else higher than 10? Do the maggots go on mine? Uh, they go on yours, yeah. Okay, so they all have their uh, las guns out as well. Hmm. Or they have last pistols, actually. How, how many maggots are there? There are four. Oh, is Jad going on? The Jad, he just so he just took it like he took half his points in damage again. He's down to four. So that is he like knocked out or like kind of? He's at four. No, no. He's fine until he goes below zero. Yeah, he's still below zero. Okay, so it says in the group combat or whatever for NPCs that if there's five or less, I roll them all separately. Yeah, so you just roll. Although, if, if they failed, any that failed their strength test are probably out of position. Three of them failed their strength test. No, so that there's, there's two. one, right? There's two. Oh, there's two There's Jad plus one. Okay. Okay, so Jad is the, uh, the tens digit guy. Okay, so he missed, uh, both of them missed. Okay. Um, if they missed by exactly ten, they hit you. They did miss by exactly ten. Uh, one of them missed by exactly ten, Jad did. Okay, so he has a 50% chance of hitting you. Uh, I'll roll it. Low is you. He rolls high, so he hits. So roll damage. Oh, he did it. Yeah, he, he hit after all. Monster? Yeah, he hit it. Okay, and he's using that D10 plus 4. So 9? Uh, 9, okay. It's 2E, no pen. Um, we're on the Tulane. Um, I could shoot a gun at it. I you guess. could shoot a gun at it. You could give it the littlest stare. An auto pistol won't do anything to it, so if that's what you're going to fight. Love the stair, wouldn't that wreck everybody? Um, only everyone in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Don't do that. <laughs> you might want to read the description. I'm not sure exactly how it works. I think you have to be. You can, can, away, you choose, can, you choose, can you choose like who you're trying to affect with it? Is the question. No, it's like on page 180. I think. But if you're cute enough to look away, then they come up. Uh, yeah, but you could look away if you'd like told them to and didn't tell your opponent to. Well, the opponent doesn't know. God. Uh, yeah, but this guy doesn't speak your language. It would be a good reason to learn the secret language rogue trader, though. <laughs> so, you yeah, but, us, so you could tell us. So you could tell us. Look away! <laughs> <laughs> your opponents look away, too. I'd be shocked if it worked like that. Well, you could uh, probably just. Signal, just make, they say something, it could be Yeah, anything. he has to have a secret word without having to know the people wanted one word. I think that is how it would work. I think it would affect your people, but they would know not to look at you. Here we go. 
Uh, it has a 15 meter range. The, th- the thing is, it, the, the eye draws people to look at it. So it's it's more than just you happen to be uh, if, you, if you're warned to look away, you get a plus 30 bonus on your rolls to resist the power. Yeah. Oh. What's it do to you if you... Uh, you take... Uh, D10 plus 4 energy damage. I believe it's no toughness or armor. Yeah. Uh, so you just die. And you're stunned for a round. And you're stunned for a round. It's ridiculous. So I just die if I and fail. And he, he takes a level of fatigue. Does totally he take a level of fatigue in either case? Uh, it's D10 plus his willpower bonus, not reduced by armor or toughness. Right. Yeah, D10 plus 4. You could single-handedly, like, yes, total he, party kill us. He could He could pretty much just destroy us all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, that's, that, that, that is a, a ridiculously powerful but double-edged sword spell. You've got, stuff, you've got people you want in front of you. You could give them plus 30, but... My willpower is not that great. Can you just do that round after round? Um, you, you get a level of fatigue every time you do it, so no. Um, What's after five rounds, you would be unconscious from your fatigue. Oh, okay. And after the first time you did it, you would um, have minus 10. I mean, they get a roll to resist it. It's not an automatic hit. Opposed willpower. Yeah. So, even with power? plus 40, plus 30... His willpower is 46. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, so. but you don't win the, if they make their test. Um, you, let's see. If, if you fail and they fail, and you fail by less than they fail, that doesn't it doesn't hit them. Oh. You still have to make the test. Yeah, like, if you read, read that. Read the description of it. That's how it works. Okay. Okay. Well, well it sounds like do? I do nothing, then. You, you, you don't want to shoot at him? You might as well shoot at him if you're not going to do that. Well, I thought my gun won't hurt him. Is it a auto uh, pistol? You said I could have either an auto pistol or a hand cannon. The hand cannon will damage him. Or so I, I wrote them both down. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But not uh, the hand cannon. The hand cannon, the hand cannon does more damage. You could certainly hurt it with a hand cannon. And it has armor uh, The auto pistol, yeah. you have to roll like you, you might roll multiple hits, but you probably need to roll a ten on the damage die to get right. that righteous fury and then hit it. So it's right. kind of like. An all-or-nothing thing with the auto pistol. It has nine soak, you said. Yeah, at least. So right, well, I will yeah, shoot it. It has nine. So I you will... need you need to roll a four to do a minimum amount of damage to it on a damage die. That's not that bad. That's not bad. Yeah. I'll use the hand cannon then. All right. So okay, so, so on fire. Uh, and and try to get under your ballistic skill. You have plus, oh, both plus, of them you have plus twenty to your ballistic skill. It's a it's a group, and you are at short range. Okay, so that's... I'm supposed to roll under it? Yeah, under your ballistic yeah. skill, plus 20. Oh, well, that's 80, so... Yeah. Alright, so right. you miss. So you yeah. miss, you fire off it and hit the wall. Um, Alright, who's... who's uh, Anyone, like, above 6? Uh, I have a 7. I also have a 7. Oh, I guess I had a 13, but I don't... Doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm just going to pull out a hand cannon and fire. Alright. Uh, I hit with... Many degrees of success. Uh, Alright, you only get one hit then. Not relevant. Uh, it takes. Nice work. Uh, 11 damage, and it's got 2 penetration. Oh, okay. So this is 13, basically. It takes 13. Yep. Alright, I'll fighting this, you can just add the penetration. Oh, yeah, just add the penetration. I'll do that. Make it. Uh, help me. Um, okay. Jesse? Uh, how many times can I use Medicare? Uh, well, Medicaid takes like 
five, ten minutes to do, so... Yeah, it's not something you can do in combat. It's something you do in combat. Oh. Okay. So, I pretty much have nothing to do. All I have is an auto pistol. Well, you want to take a shot? Go full auto. Try to roll the ten. The problem is his shots can't really hurt the creature, but they can hurt everybody else. No, that's true. So it's really not a good idea. <laughs> that is how, wait, how does shooting work? I'm supposed to try you have to, to roll under his ballistic skill. Ballistic skill plus 10 for short range. 88. And another plus 10 for the group. Yeah, I missed. Okay. Um, so Mark, I'll let you get in a whole bunch of ammo. I think that's like six shots every time you go auto with it. It's also plus 20 for going full auto, assuming you wanted to do that. Yeah, although I don't think he could do full auto, because he has to pull the weapon. Yeah, read right? oh, it. In the ranged attack section, oh. in the middle. Kind of so like. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it seems kind of silly to even shoot this gun, because like, I would also have to hit a 10. Right. Like, it's, I just it's use kind of, of. It's so actually not. full auto, if you, if you, you could be rolling a bunch of 10. You could be rolling a bunch of dice. The problem is, like I said, you can't hurt it, but you can hurt the people that you're firing. fighting. That is a, that is a problem. Which is, makes that. Option was good. Alright, uh, Zedar? Alright. Uh, he'll first fire his last gun. So, plus 10 for short range, plus 10 for group, uh, plus 10 plus for first fire, plus yep. 10 for logic implant. Okay. You are gonna hit a bunch of. I players. hit him with all three shots. Alright, roll 3d10s. He's already used the touch. Where's uh, the 10? That's a blank. Uh, that's a blank, and then that's a 10, so I guess I have to confirm the shot. Uh, it's confirmed. I think I will do a D6 critical to the D6 okay. in addition to the 13 damage. Okay, 13, got it. Show me a 6. 6! Nice! What's it do? Wow. Something good. Oh. Something that will hinder it. That was a uh, impact critical? Right. Energy. Uh, energy. Oh, it's a last gun. It's a last gun. It's a 6. Six on energy. Uh, did you give me a hit location? Oh, you no. rolled out on 11 or something. Uh, 52. <coughs> body. Thumb of the body. Six to the body. Struck by the full force of the attack, the target is sent reeling to the ground. He slammed against the wall, I guess. Smoke spilling out of the wound. Uh, he is knocked to the wall, stunned for D10 rounds. Wow! He's fucked. <laughs> I think this combat just ended. And it takes D5 levels of fatigue. That's D6 levels of fatigue. Uh, that's not good for him. Uh, this is basically unconscious. He must make an agility test or catch fire. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. The lack of oxygen keeps that from happening. Uh, didn't you say there was just air that just flooded into this? Yeah, but it whooshed out. Like, it, it was oh, okay. momentary, momentary. Oh, momentary, momentary air, okay. Okay, uh, yeah, so he is officially fucked. Um, How many rounds is he stunned for? Uh, we, don't, we don't know. We don't know, but D10, so a few. Um... Oh, oh. Stunned means he can't do anything for... We don't get another result. Yeah, he rolls the D10. Yeah. Alright, um... Let's go grab this freak. Alright. Yeah, the maggots turn to shred. Alright. Uh, yeah, they they say, like, he's stunned. Go in with the chainsaw. Yeah, <laughs> you, you guys get an extra plus 20 to hit him now. Um, yeah, you guys hack, hack it to bits with the, with the chainsaws and uh, dragons. Alright, high five. Shot there, so. You get an official <laughs> commendation from your commanding officer for that shot. <laughs> that was that was terrific. <laughs> Alright.
right? Yeah, there's a chainsaw and rip it up, and there's like pieces of bean peeler like floating around this uh, this corridor now. We'll have to be clean. Get the janitor, uh, the janitor crew, clean that up. He's doing better than none of them. Just shoot him in the stomach. And they're all like, they're all they're all like, go right down. Take points no one. Yeah, we lost three maggots because you didn't like coming in. Yeah, what were you in the last fight, right? <laughs> <laughs> right totally uh, old, these guys. That should, now would be a legit time to roll Medicaid. Yeah. Yes. So, nope. Chad did a bunch of damage you want to roll on him, too. Alright, I missed the first one, whoever the first one was. It's probably on you if you're injured. I am not. Okay. It was probably on Chad. Chad's the only person who got injured, I believe. I got injured. What? Oh, my God. People, How did some people get injured? Some people got, got slammed it. in the bullpen. Oh, against the wall. Okay. Alright, so then, James, roll for, uh... And those are the only people who got injured. Yep. It was a T. Ooh, I super heal you. It's like that. <laughs> I mean, I get all. My, all no, there's no degree back. of success. Yeah, there's success doesn't matter, matter on that one. You um, just get uh, your toughness, your toughness back. back, so you get three back, which I think puts you back at full. Yeah, three is what you took. So here's a question: If these things attack us again, like at close range, is there a chance the claws can rip our suits? Uh, yes, there is, and I, I wow, that sounds horrible. It is not good. It's not good. Yeah, there is a rule for that. It's not like that bad though, because the suit. It doesn't like completely. It's it's not like a pressurized suit, like a modern spacesuit this day and age. If you like poked a hole in it, you would lose pressurization, and the whole thing would be useless. But this is more like a um, like wearing lycra. It, it's a pressure. Like it's a pressure to your body, it, it, and it's just super sexy. The yeah, it, yeah. it pressurizes you with elastic instead of atmospheric pressure. Right. So if it if you got if you got ripped. You would expose like a small area right. to to the vacuum, which over time would start to like your skin would start to swell, you know, swell, and it would become painful. But you know, there's like a um, there's like a kit that comes with it, or that like it's like a it's like a you can like fix it up, you know, so because ripping is a problem. So um, yeah, I think the the way. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up, but... Uh, it's not a huge deal. It's, it's not a huge deal. If you take a critical hit that sounds like it rips your rips your uh, suit apart, like, that's when you start getting into trouble. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I reload my last gun. <laughs> yeah, I reload my one shot that I took with my hand. Yeah, same here. Okay. Um, right, so you guys were just going down some stairs. So you're going down from deck three to deck two. That's all you're doing with the last gun against Gene Steelers is just trying to hit with as many shots as possible and roll tens on damage. Seems to work. All right. If you thought the last of, time you got to the bottom of the stairs, it was like a cross passage. This one is like the super cross passage of the ship. Yeah, we're um, towards where I want to go. There are uh, exits in all four directions. It's another room about this size. The stairway leads in. Um, it's kind of like a spiral staircase. Uh, leads down into it. There's a level level deck area, and there are four doors. Um, Have we found any one of those terminals that we can use? Yeah, there's another one of those terminals. You know, that doesn't. Is work. there any uh, signs or anything about what the doors might that indicate where the doors might lead? Um, yeah, that would that would make sense, wouldn't it? Um, Starbridge cafeteria, disco room. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the door the door to the rear of the ship um, is labeled 
uh, engine. The, all the other three doors are labeled engineering, like engineering four, engineering port, engineering starboard. I, guess I think we're on the right level, guys. <laughs> we can stop going down. I told you that that last one didn't feel like engineering. Um, yeah, I guess now that you mentioned I guess we didn't bother to read it. We didn't read the signs on that one. Yeah, you guys forgot to read it. That's what I just looked around and was like, this is not engineering. We need to keep going. I didn't even bother. We just go by field. This doesn't feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <technological> <laughs> <job>. <laughs> Who has literacy? It's not everybody. I have it. All right, all right. Um, all right, so... I don't think we actually want the engine, right? We want... We do, because that we, could take us to either engine. Like, we, we might be able to fire up the main engine. I don't know. Okay. Uh, all right, I guess we'll start at the heart of the heart of the operation. So we'll take the aft door. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's the rear one for us non-ship-going folk, right? Yes. yes. The aft is towards the back of the ship, yes. always, no, no matter which way you're facing. Right. Um, okay, uh, you guys open the door. It opens without, uh, actually, yeah, there's, um, yeah, you open it, there's no problems there, and you are, uh, you realize pretty quickly that this is the Promethean engine room. It's, oh. uh, there's a large Promethean engine, uh, right. sitting there idle. Uh, there's, um, uh, large, like, extra fuel tanks that are against the wall, some empty, some full. All right, um, hold the cord! And, uh, well, check it out. See, you know, make sure that, see what the fuel tank status is. And Do we have to, like, pray to it to start it up? Yeah, and then we can we can start the ritual sacrifices. Can <laughs> <laughs> I get some bonus with that? Can I get a bonus? They should be. They should be. We can bring in that alien. Uh, That's what we're going to be doing. Yeah, you're about to talk to the machine spirit, so, uh, so be prepared. Hey, uh, there, Mr. Machine Spirit. What's going on? Fire up the ship, please. Okay, um, so so you uh, you kind of get a feel for this for this engine. Um, you you get a strong sense of longing from this engine, like uh, it, it it's just it's, it's lonely. sort of a lonely longing <laughs> uh, that that uh, almost overwhelms you as you start to like flip its dials and, and read its gauges. Will um, you be my new friend? <laughs> uh, um, so what's your what's your first action with it? Soothe it. Oh. <laughs> turn it on. <laughs> there, there. So you might want to assess its condition before you turn it on. Press all the right buttons. All right. Well, there's, there's, there's an on switch, and you flip it, and nothing happens. It's totally like I have that, that image of Bender and I'm not gonna be that easy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, um, so it's like an on-off switch, and you know, you flip it and turn the dials to turn. That would you'd expect to turn it on, but it, it doesn't turn on. Uh, okay. Try to assess fuel level. Uh, yeah, you you find you move around a bit. You find its fuel tank is completely empty. And there was extra canisters of fuel. Yeah, there's a bunch of like fuel right. canisters in the back. Uh, excuse me. Sure, I'll do it. Zedar just picks up a canister and starts pouring into fuel, or. Connects connects the 
unit or however it happens. Yeah, it's got like a hose on the fuel tank and a hose and like a hose input there, and you just kind of like lift it up and it starts to flow down. Um, hey, what size is actually? There's no gravity. Um, it's, it has a pump, right? <laughs> Does uh, that have like a hand pump? It's like. It would suck in the fuel. They would account for no gravity when fueling. If the yeah. fuel is pressurized, you don't need gravity. The fuel pressure will push it into yeah, the other. Yeah, push it into the other one. Yeah. Um, but it's, 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 yeah, like you said, it's zero gravity at some point. It's, it's got to account for that, right? Yeah. Um, it's got to be like a manual. There's or, probably a hand pump. Yeah, there's probably a hand, a hand pump. Going. Yeah, sure. There's a hand pump at the back of the at, of, of the. Uh, Actually, I guess it would make more sense to put the pump on the on the engine uh, input itself, and right. just uh, suction all the fuel in. So yeah, you guys you guys crank away and uh, unload unload a canister of fuel into it. it. Looks like it's about maybe you know one twentieth full. All right. So what's this room like? That'll be good for now. Um, sure. It's about the size of maybe this room plus that room. Okay. Uh, the center is this, you know, gigantic engine, uh, and it reaches up so high that it goes, you know, the engine, this room, like the, it must be higher than the than the deck of the ship. Like if you walked above it on the ship of, on the deck above, it must not it must not be able to get there because it's just the engine's so big. Um, so yeah, it's it's maybe twenty feet tall. You know, and then maybe 30 by 20 wide. So are there and the room is about, you know, 10 feet wider all the way around the edge of it. So are there, like, entryways, like, above us or the balconies for servicing the engine? Are there other Yeah, you can climb up on the engine, and then there's, like, a um, like a catwalk that goes around the top of it. And how many doors are in this immediate room? Uh, this room, it has the door, door that you came in on. Um, it has four doors, basically. One on okay, so I'm not sure if there's enough people, like, covering each door. Okay. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, alright, come on, mama. Turn on. Alright, so you wanna, you wanna put in just the one? Uh, we'll start with one. Okay. Uh, make a, make a tech use test. Um, ten. Uh, success with no degrees of success. Oh, uh, actually. I don't give you plus success with no degrees. <laughs> uh, you know nothing of technology. <laughs> <laughs> I've not done so well helping you so far. Uh, the engine kind of sputters and it, it it starts to come to life a little bit, like some of the dials light up, um, and uh, you can hear it coughing and wheezing, and uh, it, it sounds like it's sick and it, it needs help. She needs more juice. Everyone, start pumping. All right, you start pumping. All right, you, you, add a few, you, add a, you add a couple more canisters. Um, yeah, I'll make a, make a second tech use test. What? No degrees of success, but again, success. All right, uh, you're starting to get the feel of this machine, and uh, you're starting to get in tune with it. Um, feel like you, you understand like what what what's kind of broken. You know, you take a look and there's like a hose. That's is there a mind impulse interface? Uh, is there a mind impulse interface in this room? Um, there's a there's a thirty percent chance. There is not. There's not. No. Um, okay, but it it starts to, it starts to uh, it starts to come to life. That's what I'm talking about, Mama. And. Uh, uh, um, Let's see what you got. Let's see what you made of. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, you 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 say some some uh, you say words to the to the to the great Messiah or, or anything along those lines. Uh, sure. 
Spirit of Messiah, please help me make this ship work. Thank you very much. Uh, what does your character have Elvis for? <laughs> <laughs> he performs for the Machine Spirit. It's a little powerful. Uh, I will take point that. Might as well use it. Might as well. Alright, it's almost 10 o'clock. Uh, fail. Um, alright, you fail. Uh, yeah, the, gr- the great old messiah doesn't seem to be smiling upon you today, but, uh, but you're still able to, to commune with it fairly well. And, uh, yeah, before long, the, the you know, the, the room, you know, generally comes to life, and, 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 uh, um, you start to get a feel for, like, you're starting to feel that the ship is like has some level of power at this point. Yeah. All right, let's see if we can bring up the internal heat detectors and motion sensors and cameras. Uh, I'm better at the bridge. Well, can we access anything from here? Uh, is there a terminal in here? There is a terminal on one of the walls. All right, let's fire it up. All right, uh, make a make a tech use test. This is plus twenty. Uh, several degrees of success. Okay, uh, you punch it up. It it. Uh, it comes right up, and uh, you get a, you know, you, you, there's there's a bunch of options. What are you what are you looking for? Also, uh, a, a path, a map to the bridge would also be automatic schematic cheer. <laughs> or internal schematic of the ship. Uh, we'll start with uh, air control. Um, okay. Like environmental controls. Don't you don't have to re- don't bother. Re- well, okay, you can if you want, but it's not critical that you repressurize everything now. Um, yeah, it looks like um, there's a there's a readout about which areas of the ship are, are pressurized and which are not, um, and it it seems like there's uh, kind of large swaths of the ship are actually pressurized, um, although you guys just depressurized a portion of it uh, with, by opening that one airlock a little while ago. Can we? Is there a hole breach that the? There are there are various like leaks. It's more like slow leaks. Uh, it doesn't show, it doesn't it doesn't seem like there's a, uh, can we access like security huge motion sensors and so forth? Um hmm. there's a chance that those are on this, but it's not hundred uh, percent. yes. That is exactly what I'm looking for. It's a forty percent chance. Alright, let's fire um, up the security screen and see where where we're getting movement on the ship. Okay. Um there is Alright, it punches up and sort of lights up it's like a map of the ship. Um and you can like page up and down through the different decks. There's a lot of movement in the lower cathedral level of the ship. The cathedral is where's the ship? Is this big thing on the top, that's where the bridge is and like other and that's also where the uh the um Lance weapon is mounted. Uh, the lower level of the cathedral uh, seems to have some movement there. Uh, you get occasional like bits of movement, but they're like blips occasionally, kind of throughout the ship every once in a while. Like you'll see it, it kind of lights up, but then it dims. As if there's nothing like alive there. Maybe maybe it's some air passing through, or maybe there's I don't know. Who knows what that is? But there, it's not the only place. But there's sort of some sustained activity in that area. Um. Do we have to go through that area to get to the bridge? Uh, yes, you do. Is it 
is like it is it like is the is that area include the bridge? I mean, could we get to the bridge by leaving the ship and coming in like another way outside the ship and get and bypass that area? Uh, you would have to um, like cut your way through the wall of the ship, which is you know many many feet of solid metal. Okay. Yeah, we don't have a lance that requires like yeah, a weapon to get through. Okay, so no, basically. Um, All right, guys, go. What about us? Yeah, can the bridge. you get a schematic? Pull up the whole schematic of the ship so we can see where everything is. Sure. Um, make a tech use test. Try to locate that. It's that plus twenty. Uh, I'll use a big point. You get plus ten for this one. No, I'm serious. <laughs> Pull up those schematics, bitch. <laughs> you get plus ten for this test. Or you are fired. I'm like your threats work. Uh, I succeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you pull up that. You pull up the schematic of the ship. You, you can see how it's played out. All right. Okay. So. Wait, should we start like you know sending the shuttle back and bringing back reinforcements? Well, I'm just trying to figure out what our best option is. Um, is there a way well, we have the schematic pulled up? Is there a way we can isolate that section that contains movement from the rest of the ship by sealing like hatches and stuff like that? Um. Yes, but it's already in seal. So it's already isolated. Yeah. Can we make the more secure? Can we, like, lock those hatches down so they can't be unsealed? Uh, uh, make a security test if you want to do that. Security is based on agility. This is an agility thing? And whatever, whatever it says. I'm like, let me get it loosened up here. <laughs> What's going on? I think with security is like security lock picking, is like right? lock picking, right? But it's used like read the description. This is what it would be used for. All right. Well, I have it. So can I take off my black armor? Uh, I fail by three, not three degrees, by three points. You succeed. Okay, I succeed. So you succeed with no degrees. So what were you trying to do? You're trying to seal them. Um. Uh, yeah, you can seal them against that mechanical, you know, bypass. It says it's used to bypass mechanical locks and physical security systems. Bypass mechanical locks and physical security systems. Or to set them up. Mm, right? No. Uh, see the tech use skill for systems that combine both mechanical and technical challenges. Alright, I guess it should be against tech use then. Oh, then I had like three degrees of success. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can you can override it. Alright. Tech use is user mean, repair complex mechanical items without even working with unknown technical People could still cut their way through, you know, like spending half an hour like kind of what you guys did. But. Do I know enough about a gene sealer? Do I think they could rip their way through? Uh... Judging by their their strength and ferocity, you think it's possible, but would be difficult for them to do. Alright, so if we've isolated the main component of aliens in the, that one section of the ship, then the next step is to go get some reinforcements and see if we can clear out the rest of the forward area of the ship of any of their extra... I really don't see any other way around it. We're going to need to just wipe these, wipe these guys out. Yeah, we will, but if we can get most of the ship under our control, 
without having to deal with the main contingent of them, then maybe we can find an alternative way. Um, like, if we were able to, for example, get the engines online and repressurize that area of the ship and then depressurize it, we might be able to blow them in space. Or, you know, we might be able to... If we get, oh, the, engine, there. If we get the engine online, we might be able to maneuver the ship next to a star and lower the radiation shields on that part of the ship. I, I, okay, that sounds really complicated. I like throwing a bunch of grenades in there. <laughs> I'm not yeah, complicated by stuff. I don't know why You're that. not a complicated <laughs> man. That's such a lie. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, uh, I think we can, we can wrap it here if you guys are, are planning your next move. 